we sitting here, I supposed to be the franchise player, and we in here talking about practice. Not a game, not a game, not a game. We ain't talking about the game. What are we talking about? We're talking about practice, man. Knocked away by Cheeks and a steal. Cheeks will use up the clock. What's good, y'all? Uptown Tone back with another episode of the 444 Podcast. We've been rolling this week, man. Real busy, heavy sports week. We didn't do the draft. We didn't do the basketball chat. And now I'm sitting here. I don't know. I tapped into some fandom from the West Coast, man. I'm sitting here with my man Clipper KC, the only Clippers fan. That's what he told me. The only. The Not only. the one and only, but the only. That's a that's like above <laughs> the one and only. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> How you doing though, good brother? I'm good, bro. Thank you, man. I, it's definitely a pleasure on, on this podcast, man. Thank you. Shout out to my man Marcus, Marcus Born, man, who got me, you got me uh hooked up with you. So yes. I definitely appreciate it, Tone. Thank you for yes. uh, having me on. All right, so first, um, in the spirit of, because we're still in COVID, and you know I do COVID Chronicles podcast too, but um, in the beginning of this, I know one thing that was very heavy, uh, uh, especially amongst us black men, was black men's mental health check. So I always start the show yeah. with a black men's mental health check. I'll go first. I'll start. Like I said, I've been podding all week. I'm okay. crazy inspired, man. It's a good sports pocket. We got the NFL draft going. Mm-hmm. Last little leg of the, uh, of the regular season before we get in the NBA playoffs, so... My creative juices are flowing. I'm able to get all my shit out, man. I- I'm happy. I'm in a good space right now. How you feeling, good brother? Same here. And thank you for checking in with me, man. Yeah, for sure, you know, man. I got to. Yeah, got my to. brother, yeah. Because my brother, he's actually a clinical psychologist. He does mm-hmm. this all the time, like, you know, just check-ins and see how everybody's doing. Right. Um, shout out to Kyle Osborne, you know, Black Psychologist Podcast. My man, my little bro. Um, mm-hmm. Who also knows Marcus, too. Yeah, all, yeah. All like one big family. Yep. Um, yeah, I'm feeling great, man. Um, just... Checking in wise, yeah, I'm good. Like I've been doing like um, you know a podcast with my other home, my other homeboy Michael, mm-hmm. um, the 18 podcast. Nice and creative juices are flowing. Like as you said before, yep. I'll definitely piggyback on that. Um, also, just been you know great work environment over at the office. It's just getting these kids in college and also doing transcribes for my man, you know, Scoop Robinson and stuff nice. like that. Nice. Um, so yeah, I've just been busy, been positive, you know, family's good, everybody's good. So, you know, and so that means I'm good too. Then also on top of that, you know, like you said, great sports week, you know, my Jets have some great, some not great draft picks, but they have some, right. you know, pretty good draft picks. Yeah. Um, Clippers are looking good. We're getting down to the last end of the season. So hopefully we can start, you know, getting our, our players nice and rested and healthy. So that way we can go into the playoffs with a, like with that positive mindset. Now we don't have to play in that bubble. Right. We got fans coming to our games now, so that's definitely going to be a definitely a, another factor that we can use. That's a fact. That's a fact. And then we got Derek O'Kade in the building right there, a statistician, and the, he's in the building tonight. What up, Derek? <laughs> he's what up, working. What up? He's working. He's working over there. You see him? Hey, let him work then. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so man, we got to start here because. I'm wearing red, white, and blue. You're wearing red, white, and blue. But your red, Absolutely. white, and blue doesn't say Sixers. And this is a Philadelphia podcast. So, Absolutely. Absolutely. Casey, you got to tell us, how did you become, how, how did you come to be a Clippers fan? Well, I came to be a Clippers fan back in 90, I would say like 92. Mm-hmm. Um, 92, 93. 
I was actually watching them one day. It was a Christmas game uh, back in the, this is when, you know, I'm going to take it back for you, Tom. I'm take not, I'm not back, sure man. how old you are, but I'm going to age myself. I'm, I'm 37. We're in the hallways. I always like it at the school. We're we in the same hallways. We're in the same hallways. Okay, yeah, yeah. We're in the same hallways. <laughs> I'm, not even, I'm not even in that other class upstairs. Exactly. Like on the second floor. Exactly. Okay, cool beats. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it's like uh, I was watching them. It was like a Christmas game or something like that. They were playing against Denver. Uh, this is when Denver had like the, the, the city uniforms, the white city uniforms. This is before like Chris Jackson became Mahmoud Abdul-Raouf and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I think they had like Alfonso Wallace, yeah. Matumbo was still there. Um, and they they were just getting it in. Like, and I was always a big time Ron Harper fan because he was like a poor man's Dr. J because they always, always compare him to each other. So you making and then, sense then once I found out, yeah, you know, then, then once I found out that Ron Harper played for the Clippers, I'm like, oh, okay, this is the he team that he plays for now. For the Clippers too, he was tough. Nasty. He, he was, was tough, nasty. man. He was tough. Yeah. Then they had like Danny Manning. They had like they had some good teams, man. They had like Danny Manning, Ron Harper, my man Ken Norman was on that team. Doc Rivers was on that team as well. Mm. Um, Stanley Roberts, he was balling for him and stuff like that. So Shaq, Shaq Senior. Shaq, that's right. <laughs> yeah, Shaq Senior from LSU. That's right. Yep. yep. That's right. And I was watching, and they were just like balling. I believe they lost that game. I think they lost in a half court shot by um by Chris Jackson, right. and or my my Raouf. Um, and I was like, yo, they are really hooping. And I was like, what team is this? So you know, I did some research, went to Shelton Mall, got the little uh little uh, players guide and stuff like that. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm looking at the roster. Oh, okay, hmm. all right, all right, Ryan Harper. Okay, yeah, yeah, I like this. Okay, after that, I started rocking with them. Eventually, they got to the playoffs that year, and um, they lost. I believe they lost to, like, I think, like, Houston or somebody, whoever they lost to. Um, then they made the playoffs again in 93. This, this time, they had Mark Jackson. So, mm-hmm. Mark Jackson was playing with them um, from New York. He came from the Knicks. Mm-hmm. And, whew, and, they, and I remember they got to the playoffs that year, and it was him, it was Ron Harper, Kenny Smith, and Mark Jackson, they were just talking smack to each other. Like, you know, because Mark Jackson and um, Kenny Smith, they're both from like pretty much the same neighborhood. They're both from right. Queens in New York. Right. Exactly. So they're going at it. They're going at it, they're chopping at each other, whatever the case may be. And like, even though we got swept that year, no, wait, as a matter of fact, we didn't get swept that year. We actually went to five. So we lost, uh, we lost, uh, lost in three. Gotcha. And this is back in the day when playoffs, the first round usually went to five. Yep. Playoff games went to five, which I think they should probably implement that you know, um, in the, in the current, you know, uh, the current NBA, but you know, and that was pretty much after that. I was just like, okay, these guys got potential. I like them. I'm going to stick with them. You know, started getting Clippers gear, Clipper t-shirts, stuff like that. Once, (laughs) maybe once or twice when you get to a Clippers game, right. You know, they get blown out or something like that. But yeah, other than that, you know, but like I said, the Clippers always had like talented players and stuff like that. Always had good teams, but he just, he was either like coaching, he was either general management, he was either ownership, probably ownership, if anything. Um, yeah. <laughs> we can put a yeah. lot there for a lot of franchises, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but Especially see, I when I know, feel like you have a franchise like the Sixers, when you have a franchise mm-hmm. like the Clippers, like I like to, I tend to believe the Clippers are like a cult team. Like they're always going to have a fandom. They're always going to pack the mm-hmm. building. They're always going to, and sometimes when you're an owner, and you just into the capitalism part of it. You just into making money, and you see like, well, damn, this team makes money. Why would why would I worry about spending a bunch of it on good players? You know what I'm saying? That's right. And that's right. and sometimes franchises come into that problem, and some and it's and it's up to the uh, us, the fans, 
to get them out of that. Because one thing that owners and, and business people don't like is their customers or their fans having gripes. So that's right. This is, that's a, oh, that's yeah, crazy, that's, that's, man. That's a great point. That's a great point. I could definitely yeah. piggyback on that because it all comes down to customer service. It's like, right. you know, if the organization isn't treating the fans well, the fans won't come to the game. Like, just look at I mean, because, I mean, I'll give a quick, you know, quick history lesson on the Clippers. Like, when Donald Sterling took over the Clippers, mm-hmm. like, we didn't even have, like, a real practice facility. Like, the Lakers had one. Like, the Lakers had the forum back in the day. Lakers had the forum. You know, we had we had the L.A. Sports Arena. Yep. That was a rat hole. <laughs> that was a straight rat hole, man. And I, uh, you know, and I used to, you know, I did a couple of interviews with other players, like, you know, guys, they were talking about, like, their practice facilities. They had to practice at the junior college. They couldn't even, like, shower. Like, our, our like, we had below standard uh, facilities because Donald Sterling didn't want to like spend money. And then eventually when like, people started complaining, like, yo, Donald, you got to catch up the times, but you got to also keep in mind that Donald Sterling is like an old white man that has money. Thanks. So he really doesn't care. He, he looks at the players as like commodities, right. business decisions, stuff right. like that. The like, shit on the, you know, on the shelf. like, uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And, that, and that's why all the players, that's why the players really had gripes with him. Like they, every time, every time a good player would come through the Clippers like organization, they would come there, play for like the, whatever the rookie contract was, bounce. Mm-hmm. We out of here. Like I was trying to figure out how do we make the playoffs with Elton Brand and them with, with uh, Donald Sterling like being the owner, but right. you know at least we had Elgin Baylor as a general manager, so that right. actually worked out for us. But you know he rest in peace, Elgin Baylor. Um, but yeah, man. But being a Clipper fan is hard, man. Being a Clipper fan because you have to deal with losing, could... you have to deal with like false hopes. <laughs> I, it's, it's not for the week, man. It's not for the week because I know a the... lot of people. But oh yeah, I love the Clippers. I love y'all, and then they just jump off. They jump. They jump right off the boat. So right, yeah. All right, so look, we're gonna start with some uh, mm-hmm. with with some Sixers talk, man. Like I said, I feel like we are uh, talk to me. Let's go. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. We about. I 10... like what you guys. I like what you guys are doing. Yeah, I like. I love what we're doing, man. Um, all of those pieces that we picked up in the off season, uh, are starting to mesh. They're starting to come mm-hmm. around. Um, I know one thing that I that I saw in the beginning of the season was a was a crazy, uh, uh guns a blazing uh, Seth Curry, and then he got hit by the COVID. Yeah, I'm trying to see him return to that because I really think he was looking for this to be a breakout year for him. You know what I mean? A team who was really we were really looking for him. We when you talk about Sixers prior to the season, we were looking for shooters. We were looking for people who unequivocally could shoot that ball. It's something Mm -hmm. that we have 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 had a problem with in recent years. And when he came in, you had Danny Green come in. Only problem I had with Danny Green is he just seems to turn it on and off when he wants to. But when you Too get cool for school, but when you get people that have three rings, that's the type of shit you got to deal with. I think. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. He's like, yeah. Dan- Danny you Green's just don't like it. Uh, you don't yeah. like the arrogance coming in a Danny Green package. It's just, it's just. Yeah. Crazy. You exactly. know what I mean? Like it's like who are you? Like you know what I mean? Like. Yeah, he's like. Ask he's who like does he think dude, he is? Yeah. But then he tell he reminds you every time, like the guy with the three rings. Remember these mm-hmm. shots? It's like, yeah, get the fuck out of here, man. Whatever. Yeah, he's he's like that guy. He's like that guy in high school who comes in. Like he's like the. Uh, <laughs> He's like that guy that comes in high school. He gets he just got transferred from, from like a good school or something yeah. like that. So he comes in like, yo, what the, who's the ball? Yo? Like, yeah, who's the, like, hey, we're sitting here doing exactly. We're sitting here doing uh, we're sitting here doing like elementary functions or something like that. We're doing pre-cal in the classroom. This dude is already doing like a higher level. He just comes in and starts scribbling around. Like, yo, like Danny, we're, we're here trying to talk. I don't want to do it. Yo, this dude too cool for school or something like that. Okay. Yo. Oh, who's then we the, find out that he came from a great program and stuff like that. Oh, okay, all right. Well, who's the bull? Who's the bull is hilarious, dog. Because that is definitely the sentiment. Who's the Who's the bull? 
Who's the ball? That's that's Philly. That's Philly right yeah, there. You go anywhere, Philly. go anywhere. And I swear to God, you swear, say like, uh, what's one of my favorite? What's one of my favorite sentiments from Philadelphia besides John? I would say, uh, who's the ball? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really use Joe all that much anymore like I used to, um, but I will use. Yeah, you I mean, Joe as hell. Um, but it's like. Uh, <laughs> You see how you see you can tell we're off in Philadelphia. Yep. You see how yep. like, effortlessly it just flows off. Yep. Like or what's what's my other favorite? Oh, oh, okay. Or oh, oh, all right. That's one of my favorite. <laughs> oh, all right. Yeah, oh, man, right. Doing, I'm doing whatever. I'm doing. A R D. A R D. O R O R O R. Or now, if you're mad, you have to say it like three times. Oh, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, 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 right. right. <laughs> but, those, <laughs> you know. but those are all the sentiments that Danny Green gives you when he, with his basketball, with his uh, lethargic, I'll say, basketball style. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, he comes in and brings playoff Danny Green, if that's even a person, when the playoffs start. But um, he's, he's around. Yeah, but I, I, I do like around. I do like the things, the intangibles that Danny Green brings. He also he, he when you hear him talk defense. Because defense yeah. is, uh, is is something that I don't think can be taught. Um, certain mm-hmm. things can, but you just got to want it. And I think that he does. He knows angles. He knows uh, his opponent's strengths, weaknesses, things of that nature. And That's right. a lot of those things that don't come up in the stat sheet because it's only blocks and steals that really come up defensively. Mm-hmm. You got to really look at the defensive end and see what guys do. And I do like what he does on the defensive end. Yeah, because um, he definitely gets a lot of deflections too. Like, he does, gets like he a does. lot of deflections. You know what? As as ball players, I'm sure you probably came up playing ball too, Tom. Yeah. Um, and I played ball too as well. I always love like defense. Like, yeah. like when I used to watch like all the college games and stuff like that, I used to always watch like who's the best defensive player? Like, you know, how do they like set up their press package? Are they doing two two ones? Are you doing one two twos? Are you doing two one two presses? Are you doing like presses and fading? Whatever the right. case may be. I, I like the way they slide, all that good stuff. And um, and also keep in mind, like the reason why Danny Green is so good on defense, you know, with the spacing and you know, and the sliding and the movements and stuff like that, anticipations, because look who's been practicing against. He's been practicing against Kawhi Leonard. Like, come on, man. Facts. Yeah, so. Facts. You know, yeah, and now I, now I got some questions for you, Tom. Go ahead. Um, yeah, yeah. Now, we you were, uh, we were talking, like, off off air about, you know, about Brooklyn and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just going to go down to conference standings real quick for go you. Ahead. Like, I got right now, up. it's like, you know, right now, technically, well, currently, it's actually Brooklyn, Philadelphia, Milwaukee, the Knicks. You're looking real good. Atlanta, Boston, Miami, Charlotte. And I just asterisk Indiana and Washington because I don't really think it's like a playing game, whatever. Um, but one and two, Brooklyn, Philadelphia. I think that should be flipped because yes, you know I don't you. think. Yeah, you know I don't think. I don't think. Uh, Phil, I don't think Brooklyn earned that that number one. That number one no, seed. No, I'm sorry. No, no. It's more so of us giving it away. Mm-hmm. Um. I, and I'm not mad at, at how it's happening in these last couple of weeks because one, we're not at full, full strength. We, we, one, one game we're at 100, the next game we're at 92, next game we had right. 95, back everybody, then we back. So I'm looking for that nice two weeks. And I keep, because that's why I, the last three episodes, I've been counting down the, the games. I know we're under 20. We might be like around yeah. like 15, 12. We yeah, need, I think we're at 12 now. I think, we I think need, we're at 12. For these next 12, we need at least 10, 10 strong straight going mm-hmm. into the playoffs. In my opinion, yeah. Uptown Tone's opinion, of us playing with the playoff team that we're going to be going in with. And I think that that'll give us the edge over Brooklyn. I don't, I don't yet think Brooklyn is a team. Um, I do think that they are dangerous. Don't do not get me wrong. I do. Think yeah, they're dangerous. yeah. They, they get hot. It's just yeah. over. You hold that kind of firepower. You, you have to be taken seriously. You cannot be taken lightly. I have to say that, but as a Sixers fan, as everything that I just said, what I've seen, what we've been through with this process and just where we're at right now, 
and I got a two mm -hmm. Doc Rivers horn. You know what I mean? Because that was number one. Before I got on any players, yes, before I got on any player personnel, I started to get Brett Brown out of here two years ago. And I understood it was a lot of different pockets that we could have got him out of here um, uh, we should that we should have, that we missed. And then when we when I felt like we kind of wanted him to get out of here, there was nobody better to bring in. So you kind of had to keep him. You know what I mean? I love him. Like, I love Doc Rivers. Um, unfortunately, um, we had to get rid of him. I just don't like the way that it happened because it came from like, you know, it came from corporate and it didn't come from like the team. Even the team wanted him. Um, but what I love about Doc Rivers, every place that he went, number one, he's a winner. Number two, he's a great, he is a great cultivator of young African-American men. Like, I mean, no disrespect to everybody on the team because no, it's diverse. No, but no. when it comes down to like crisis management, um, you know, just grooming and grooming black men. Um, uh, let me see. Also, like relation to like you know to the to the city kids and stuff uh, like that. Because percent, yeah. 100%. I mean, like, agree. I gave him so much kudos dealing with like Donald Sterling uh, debacle, like. Cause there were some, I, I would have known so many, so many like coaches would have like, they would have, they would have just checked out. They would have literally just checked out. Like Doc Rivers literally came to the team and said, listen, do you want to take this for Cause I'll take it with you. Uh, before I'm coached, I'm a black man first. Right. And that right there, I was just like, this is why this is why I love Dr. Hell of a guard, you right. know, for the Clippers and uh great for you guys. He's definitely great for Ben. Up there and do you, Ben. Do you. If it's a half court game, get the ball off the rim, you start going, get your Jason kid on. But, uh, but yeah, man. And uh, speaking of uh, Ben Simmons, great segue for that. Um, ben Simmons, he right. has made some strides this year. Right. Casey, do me a favor. Just move your phone back a little bit because it was lagging a little bit. Okay. Or just adjust, you know, just move it around. You good now. You good. But go ahead. Ben right Simmons, that was the next. I, I got his numbers up from last night. Yeah. What did he do last night? I think he, uh, let me bring it back up. Ben Simmons had uh 18, 9, and 5, I feel like last night. And that that that's where I need his numbers to be. Like, I yeah. don't need how everybody goes off the deep off the deep end and saying that. Well, we need him to shoot, we need him to score X yeah, amount of uh, points. Yeah. 18, yeah. 6, and 5. 18, 6, and 5. Because you know why? If that if he's giving you 18, 6, and 5, he's the number one player doing all of that shit that don't come up on 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 on, on the so if the, if the player who does everything that doesn't come up on the stat sheet can do can give you stats like that on the stat sheet and continue mm -hmm. to do everything that's off the stat sheet, oh, we're dangerous. Real dangerous. I've seen, um, as a matter of fact, yeah, I, I, I like Ben. I mean, uh, <laughs> I really wasn't on him doing his high school years and stuff like that. I mean, I, right. of course, I watch him. We like basketball. I like him at LSU. I already knew he was going to stay a year. Um, but when I saw Ben Simmons last night, and the way he was playing defense, and he was playing like and he was. And listen, what I love about Ben is Ben is like Scottie Pippen 2.0 minus the Hall of Fame credentials and championships yep. because Scottie Pippen is that guy who can play pretty much like almost one through four. Ben Simmons can play one through five because Ben Simmons is tall enough, strong enough, fast enough, young enough, and quick enough to guard anybody. Smart like I've seen him a couple that, yeah. times guard, but man to man up and down the court. 
uh, Trey Young, like all the way up and down, boom, 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 like step by step. Like, you know, Trey likes to do his little wrap around around the back passes mm-hmm. and his, you know, and his, uh, his little dribble up fake step back pull up or step to the side or something like that. Mm-hmm. Right on top of that, there was a couple of times where Trey was dribbling coming down and then it's like a octopus or something like that. Yep. He just smothered him and that was it. And got, got the turnover. Yep. Ben does all the intangibles too. Ben, and also, um, and I will also put Ben in, I will, I will put Ben in contention for like defensive player of the year, man. Like seriously, like definitely. Now, Joel Embiid, no, but Ben, yes. Of, Why not JoJo for, for defensive player of the year? Depends. Well, what's he, who's he, who's he like shut down? Like, is he shut down anybody? I mean, I, I didn't know that that's how you got the defensive player of the year. I mean, I, I just thought, thought was, that, you know, I thought like, it was stellar yeah. defense over the over 72 games and locking shit down. I didn't know you had to shut somebody down. Uh, I mean, he's he's definitely like, <laughs> been, a, been a taxi player hating on people's scores and stuff like that. Um, uh-huh. Um, also, um, let me see who was it I wanted to bring up to for your for your Sixers. Um, you know who else I think needs to definitely get playoff rotation minutes and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Quite as kept Tyrese Maxey. Yeah, he's ready. He's TTG. Yeah, Tyrese Maxey definitely needs to get playoff. And also, speaking of hate, um, why do people hate on uh, why do people hate on Tobias Harris so much? Because he's quiet. I've been mean, because I mean, he's steady, consistent. I mean, yeah, I've been giving Tobias his, his flowers all season. I think that we have a we have a tendency to live in the past. We have a, a tendency to get stuck in the past until you do that drastic thing that uh-huh. turns that changes our mind. I don't need the drastic thing because I've been watching Toby play since game one this season. He has been our unequivocal most consistent player. He has been our That's unequivocal it. most healthy player every year. He's giving you 20 points every night. He's every night. You, he's giving you the boards every night. He's giving you the leadership every night, and it's the way he's doing it. He's getting to his spots. He's doing what needs to be done to, uh, 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 to, to be successful out there. I think that he's really turned his narrative around from last year. I think because Ben is playing at such a high level, I think because JoJo is playing at such a high level, the onus is not so much on him. When he got that money, we was looking at him like he was about to come in and be that money. But we got to understand it's a different league, man. Sometimes that worth and that salary doesn't dictate a position. It just dictates. It just dictates what your worth is to that franchise. And the example right. that I use for that the most is Mike Conley because when it happened, I told people Mike Conley is for sure worth that money for him. Go yes. to for, uh, for for Memphis. Go to all those Memphis teams with Paul Gasol when they made the playoffs like seven seasons in a row. And you go mm-hmm. look at the player and you tell me who why it was him. Yeah, he deserves so all Tony that. Allen. Yeah, it's yeah. not just Tony Allen, Zach Randolph, and uh, and Gasol. You know, yeah. like because it's also going going to him as well because Mike Conley is the he's the Clippers killer. He always kills us. Look at look at him for look at him. now that he's now that he's acclimated in that Utah uniform. Look at Utah. Look yes. at Utah. more more things. I want to give myself some more flowers. Not really give myself some more flowers, but when we were talking about Brett Brown and you were saying all of the things that Doc Rivers um does for the black for young black men and coaching. Mm-hmm. Guess who else does it? And guess who was my first choice to replace Brett Brown? And we wouldn't have had to do much to do it. Who? Who's in first place in the West right now? Oh, um, Phoenix. And who's their coach? Monty Williams. And where was he at three years ago when we were asking for Brett Brown's head? Sitting oh, next new- to Brett Brown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was, people did, and that's how much of a basketball nerd I am. Cause people are like Monty Williams, you don't, Monty Williams. Fast forward 2021, the Phoenix mm-hmm. Suns are in first place in the West and Monty Williams is the coach. Uptown another tone. good, take, yeah. Another good I'm, cultivator of Rome. I hate to do it to myself, but Uptown Tone, take your flowers on that one. <laughs> I'll give it to you. Yeah, I'll give it to you. Most definitely, because I, I loved, listen, I loved, once we got 
I mean, and, and no, no disrespect to Vinny Del Negro before him because, like, with Doc Rivers, because we had some pretty good coaches. We had bad coaches for the Clippers, but we had good coaches, too. We had Mike Levy. We had, you know, um, may he rest in peace, Dennis Johnson like, right. uh, from the Celtics. Right. Um, we've had Doc Rivers, of course, and, and now, now we got Ty. Now we got Ty Lu, who learned under Doc Rivers, aka right. he is. I he, learned under, he learned under Allen Iverson too. Was, was, that, was that like a joke? Was that like, like playing on words? Because you know he, you know he stepped was, over him. You know, it was a joke. <laughs> I just got it. I was like, oh, is it trying to be funny? I mean, it's cool. I mean, I tried to make. I tried to make it funny. I tried to. Make yeah, it yeah, funny. That, 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 was, that was a good play on words though. That's hey, hey, like hey, a hey. rap. That's that's bars right there. That's a bar. Hey, well, in my former life. <laughs> yeah, bar. I like that. You know, learn under me like you know Ty Lue did. I was bars. I like I like <laughs> Yeah. So I mean, in my I got another question to you, and uh, thank you for that. Um, do you think they're going to resign uh, Danny Green? You think they're going to resign him for the next year if everything goes well this year? How old is Danny? Danny's what thirty. He's like in his early 30s now. One or two. Is he even 32 yet? It might, yeah, probably maybe 31, 32. I don't know. And the reason why I don't know is because Tyrese Maxey. I feel like the reason I wanted to uh, actually add to that, um, as we just saw a draft go by, and we'll get into that, last mm-hmm. year's N- NBA draft um, was a very peculiar one. There was no March Madness. There was no tournament. So – I think that that is the that is the main reason Tyrese Maxey fell to twenty one to us, because if mm-hmm. that boy plays on that stage, he's going top ten. Oh yeah, he's going top ten, and I think right now he's just in a weird space as a player, as being a rookie, on a team like us who's in a playoff run. We're moving parts, mm-hmm. but what I do like is like you just said. He could sit down for about nine games, eight games, get some couple DMPs, just get a couple spot minutes here. But when his number gets called, that boy TT, he'd be ready to go. He's yeah. really always ready to go. And that's why I, I I do not argue with you that he could use some playoff minutes. I don't know how much I'm breaking my neck to give them to him. And I think that that's what it is with Doc. Doc wants to find a place to put him. And when you yeah. have when – you, when you start getting out of youth basketball, when you start getting in the even above high school basketball, because I played at the college level, mm-hmm. you start talent is at, at a buku, and the coach That's has right. real problems. The coach has to figure out who's going to be on that court because everybody can be. You feel what I'm saying? Right. And mm-hmm. I think that that's where he's at with Tyrese Maxey right now. It's like, damn, I want to play him, but he's young and he's got his whole career ahead of him. And we got yeah. some things in place right now that kind of need to go right now. Like these minutes that I would want to give Tyrese. Maxi for development, I probably need to give to a Matisse Thibault for confidence or Danny Green for confidence and and assurance. You feel what I'm saying? So this is why we love Doc Rivers, like you just said, because he seems to take these problems and come out with the best solution possible for all parties. You know what I mean? Including the team uh, to be successful. So that's that's my take on on, on him and and just the re-signing of Danny Green. I don't know. I would say it's on the development of some of the young people and what else we got going on because you just never know how off season goes, who may fall here. You just never know. So I don't know. Yeah, and, and, and I'm sure Danny's cool. Danny's like, ah, whatever. But he's yeah, the three, he's the three ring cool guy we just talked about. He's he's yeah, he's, cool he's the best school, mercenary like, at this point. <laughs> yeah, like yo, you like you come to the party with us? Exactly. No, all right. Well, whatever though. If we uh, don't, it's like it's, yeah, but like definitely 
like with Tyrese Maxey, because you know what Tyrese Maxey reminds me of? Tyrese Maxey reminds me of uh, of Terrence Mann, uh, who plays for the Clippers, like mm-hmm. number 14. And mm-hmm. like Terrence Mann is just like been straight hooping over the past couple of times. And that's all he needs is just his, his number call. That's all that's been happening since that. Um, maybe Paul George might have been out or, you know, um, Rondo might be out or Patrick Beverly's out or something like that, whatever the case may be, or even Kawhi. And Kawhi is also out, too. Like, he's taking Kawhi's place in the lineup. And every mm-hmm. time he's came in, he, he hasn't been dropping, like, eye-popping numbers, like 25 here, 29 there. But he's dropping, like, steady numbers, 14, 15, 13, 10, 18, playing defense on the most, you know, playing wow. defense on the best offensive player over there. That's you wild. know, and he's, and I think he's definitely worked his way, like, to that playoff rotation. I think that's the same thing that Doc's going to do. Like, what will probably happen, he'll probably be on that playoff roster, and then, uh, like, maybe, like, in a blowout or something like that, you know, he'll get in. Like he'll get in and just start, you know, running up and down the court and just get that, you know, uh, get those playoff minutes and get that playoff feeling because the playoff, you know, playoff speed is much different than regular season speed and, and preseason speed. As the great Charles Barkley said, like mm-hmm. there's three seasons: there's preseason, regular season, postseason, yep. and the playoffs. That's a fact. You know, so, a fact. Uh, but yeah, it's it's I definitely see like some some minutes for him if, if they put him on there. Um, another question for you, Tone. Go ahead, uh, man. I like I like hey. answering questions, man. I, I I love this, man. Go ahead. I got I got answers. Welcome, man. Hey, listen, man. Like, <laughs> I, I, I'm just trying to stay relevant here. I'm just trying to stay relevant. Hey, man, you're doing um, a good job, KC. Well, thank you, sir. <laughs> um, what team? And, and I don't want to I don't want to come off as I'm playing devil's advocate. I don't want to come off as a hater or anything like that. But what team do you think can actually beat the Sixers in the finals, or what team do you think can give the Sixers the most problems? In the finals, this, uh, well, not in the finals. Excuse me, playoffs. I in the playoffs, period. Well, um, you know what? I hope you guys get to the finals. I hope we get there too. I hope we do too. Yes. Um, when I think about teams that's going to give us problems, uh, I think about depth. I think about Swiss Army knives. It's a couple of teams out here who have Swiss Army knives. I, I don't, I see. I don't want to. I don't want to put my bravado out there because I'm very high on the Sixers right now, especially after a game. It's, it was a game night last night. We won, so I'm really ready to just talk shit and not hear anything about anybody else's team. But we'll talk your stuff there. This would not. This wouldn't be a reputable podcast if I just hopped on here and did that. So that, that'd just be a biased podcast. Exactly. That, I would just be the sports radio that I speak against. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> on, your, on your Howard Eskin type joint yeah. or something like that, or Mike Michinelli. Shout out. But no. What I will say this is that the clear and present danger is this. Um, and I, matter of fact, I'll kill two birds with one stone because I also want to piggyback off what you asked uh, earlier when you when you asked me about the uh, when you were talking about the seating, the Nets, and, uh, us being number two right now, and the Nets being number one. Okay. I think that I have I have confidence in us against any team in this league as is as we are bar none I just, I just do in a seven game series whether that series goes seven whether it's us whether it's us um leading in the series or whether it's just a dog fight the whole series I like us mm-hmm. and however you slice the series down I like us in a series against anybody mm-hmm. that being said there are a couple of things that we do that I'm not confident in and there are a couple of things that other teams do that scare me a little bit um, I, I talk and I, and I and I speak with supreme confidence against Brooklyn, like I always do. But I'm going to be completely honest. And like I just said before, whenever you have that kind of firepower, it's scary. It's scary as hell. When you got a Durant, when you got a Harden, when you got a Kyrie on the same team, those are dudes that can really take the game over by themselves. And you have three of them. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I'm banking on us being the better team, uh, uh, being a better team than them. But when we get into these pockets where... Um, we don't hit. We're not hitting. We have to become a more consistent team shooting jump shots. We got to be a more mm-hmm. consistent team being, uh, shooting three-pointers. Uh, Seth Curry can't disappear. 
when whenever one of us doesn't play good or when when when, uh, when one of us isn't there, we're a completely different team. And I do I just don't want a team to get advantage of us in that right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So right. Brooklyn scares Brooklyn scares me there. Milwaukee doesn't scare me in a seven game series. Not really. They you know what? Me. I think I think the mystique, no I think the mystique is over. Yeah. They don't they don't scare me at all in a seven game series. So I'll just expedite it straight to the West and speak it into existence as if we're going to be in as if in uh, August we're going to be in the uh, you know in the finals. And Solid. and naturally the Clippers and the Lakers scare me. The, the, the Clippers and the Lakers are very very good matchups because when you talk about the Lakers you talk about LeBron James, you talk about AD. We got Embiid, but they got a, AD is a hell of somebody to combat your your Joel Embiid. Even though when they go head up, Embiid has been getting the better of them. You know what I mean? But when, again, a seven game series changes things. A seven game series on that level, on that stage, because I would like to believe if Charles yes. Barkley says that it's preseason, it's regular season and it's postseason, then I would think it's an asterisk for some of us who've got, for some of them who's gotten there. And I think that that NBA finals is a completely different beast. Totally itself. different. Just with totally game times, the, all the games start later. All the games are starting at nine o'clock. You, you're mm-hmm. playing every other day guaranteed. You know what I'm saying? Every other day yeah. guaranteed you're playing. So, and they're, um, and they're prepping like everybody like there's no right. such thing as game plan like it's like if i were to coach uh like in the, in the playoffs it's just like doc rivers used to do this too and i'm sure he's going to do it with your sixers too mm-hmm. if you guys get to like a game six or a game seven he's not even gonna give you all the game plan it's gonna be like listen you should already know what to do by now you I'm, already I'm know who's your, who's your assignment right who do you have to stop right who do you know who do you have let to me, defend at the let team? me That's adjust let me adjust on the fly, but the right stuff right. on the chalkboard in the beginning of the game makes no sense. We know what it is at this mm-hmm. point. Game six, yeah. we didn't we didn't spent five 48 minute games playing against these same guys. And that's what yeah. that's where that's why I love playoff basketball because it becomes more so chess than just this up and down running up and down game. You know what I'm yeah, saying? That's my last, when, it, yeah. when it becomes chess, you guys are like wing stop. You guys got a lot of shit going on over there on the wing, and it can scare it can scare people. Yeah. Who may not have a Matisse Thibault and may scare people who may not have a Ben Simmons. Right. You know what I'm saying? You get the PG, PG and, and, and Kawhi getting in their act, and that shit could get ugly for you in at, at five minutes left in the first quarter. That's you right. Know, oh, That's shit, right. Got, how much time left? Yeah, and, I, and I've seen people, it. Like, yeah. <laughs> especially people keep keep poke keep poking this dude PG with a stick. He's gonna snap. He's gonna he, he hasn't even snapped all the way, but he's had yeah, he's some snapping though. He's, He's had happy. some lead me to lead me to fucking long games. And it's like, all right, PG, I know the jokes is kind of cool. We've been doing this and that, but all right, we, you know what I mean? Like he's, he's not taking lightly to this, this, this criticism that's been thrown around him these last couple of years. You know what I'm saying? And, and he's doing, and what I love about PG and thank you. Thank you for the props for that. Yep. Um, and what I love, and what I love about PG, he's just taking this all in stride, man. He he's is. not going He's like, because before he was on Twitter, he was on Facebook. And that's what was bringing a lot of it on because he was, you know what I mean? He was bringing a lot of it on. And then the internet, like, as you, as you know, the internet is undefeated. Undefeated. Like, they don't care. So like that metal like, pole at the playground on the basketball when you oh, yeah. part on your layup. That, that. Yep. <laughs> metal pole, the walls, undefeated. Undefeated. Um, <laughs> and he and he's been playing, he's been playing great, man. Yes. Like he's been playing yes. like downhill, just been like he, he hasn't been mouthing off to the refs. Like they're not giving me calls. I'm like, yo, you know what you're doing? What I love about PG, instead of just bouncing off to the refs, he's making the refs. He's people yeah, yeah. the pressure on the refs to make them make a call. Yep. I'm going to the hole. I'm not complaining. I'm getting the bucket. I'm going to the line, converting my, my free throws and stuff like that. I'm playing defense. You see, you notice how uh 
how Devin Booker, he kind of like backed off with all that talk now. Mm-hmm. Like, cause he tried to call him soft and this and that. And like, okay, BJ, take this soft. How about this? Take this 28 and 11. How about yeah. this? The person complaining about being double teamed and in in pickup games can't be the one calling people soft out here. Like, yeah, I mean, like, you're going <laughs> to get double teamed in a pickup game, especially like, listen, if the game goes to five, this game for ones and twos lab was one behind the arc is two if the game goes to five all you gotta do is hit two twos and a one yep. or maybe two 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 it, it, it is what it is you're definitely gonna get double team you get definitely getting that ball out of your hands you know so that way someone else can try to win the game for you not you but right. but yeah so let me flip back to the sixers Go ahead. and um and, and get on joel and b because he is playing out of his effing mind this yeah. year yeah. um is this is this the joel and bead season because he he is like he is he's a monster he's, he's a monster i'm this might be a, the joel and b era do you think so because he's, he's 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 playing pretty damn dominant it's a it's a it's a very what is the word i'm looking for it's a very vast and plentiful skill set that this young man has it's a very yes. unique skill set almost at the risk as we have seen in our experiencing have almost it's it's almost as high as the reward you know what i mean and it's not even from from big men of yesteryear when you just worried mm-hmm. about when i mean we are worried about his legs but the big men of yesteryear we were worried about their legs and all they were doing was drop stepping and up and unders that's it this dude, when you talk about 7'3", damn near 300 pounds, and when you talk about footwork. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I love about Alyssa, man. Like, I used to hate my him. God. I used to hate him a lot. I used to hate him hard, too. Especially oh, my God. When he was at Kansas, when he was at Kansas, I hated on him. I was like, what? This, this dude is, like, mad fragile. But then once he started, like, really getting into his bag and showing – like flashes of his footwork. Cause I'm a big footwork guy too. I'm only like six feet, but right. you know, it all it takes is the proper footwork and all you play on the college level. All you need to do is if you catch a guard with the proper footwork and they swing through and they're still on their same pivot and they can still move around and stuff like that. Yo, a big man can't stop you. Uh, for sure. A guard hella can't stop you, you know, or a small forward or a power forward, you know, yeah. like it's all about footwork. Cause this footwork is, it's immaculate, man. I've, just watching him, like, wow, that's that, that's good. Yeah. Like he didn't have to, he didn't even have to jump. He didn't even have to leave his feet on, on this one. Nah. All it takes is like, and then he's like a shoulder, like his, his, his shoulder fakes are good. His shoulder fakes look like the actual shot. So yeah. already that's gonna make the defender go back. So you know what that means? You go back. I might hit the like the, the jumper. And what I love about Embiid is he's not taking as many threes this year. Yeah. Like when he sees when he sees lunch meat down low, when he sees that lunch meat down there. Because nobody can really stop him, really, to be honest with you. I mean, the only center that can really body up with him, I'm going to say, like, DeMarcus Cousins, maybe Jokic, but he's too finesse. So, Embiid will dominate him. And anybody him. anybody who you going to name that can that can size-wise match up with him don't want the smoke. That, that they don't want up. it. They don't, they want, don't it. want it. They don't want it. You know, I used to outside I used to of like, yeah. outside mm-hmm. of Boogie, but I just don't. I just think I don't just don't think that Boogie is the Boogie of the. That's 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 Sacramento, the only thing hampering Boogie. Sacramento only, Boogie, yes, yes. Yeah, Boogie, Boogie not scared yeah. of him. Boogie, Boogie, but he just I just don't think Boogie is physically 
where Boogie used to be to handle MB. That's the only thing. But the yeah. other ones who may be physically able to handle MB, they don't want the smoke. They don't, they they soft. They puppy poop. Yeah. Especially they, get up. I love, <laughs> yeah, I love yeah, every <laughs> I love every time he see uh, him and Ben. Him and Ben, they 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 got a, a personal vendetta against Rudy Gobert for one reason. Um, one of the reasons why I think the Sixers are very, very, very successful is because this is the first time I have to uh, make mention of this every time I have somebody on here, every time we have a four, 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 is we have two superstar, two all-star players having a silent competition with each with, with each other for the defensive player of the year award, and I think that that's right. given our team a, a mentality that's just un. Uh, 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 that, that's, 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 that's priceless. That's, you're taking that back to like to the Jordan Pippen days. Yep. Like, listen, yep. like yo, let that me, might be the last two. That might be the last like, two. Let yep. me get him. Yep. Like, let me let me get him. Right. Like, yo, you got Gary Payton today. Right. Oh, no, 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 no. Scotty wants him. No, Mike wants him. No, that's, no give me this guy. You know, what that's different. Mm. When your star like, players are fighting over over defensive accolades, defensive that's, assignments, that's different shit. That's some different shit. That's different. Yeah. Some of these star that's players, what, they take off the whole game on defense. Listen, but like coming up playing basketball and stuff like that, like like in the pubs and stuff like that, in the pubs or in the Catholic League and stuff like that, like you got a high score or something like that. Cats would be like, Well, like you got tone tonight. This tone tone might drop 40 on you tonight. Right. <laughs> uh no man, like we're gonna play zone today. No, man, step to that challenge. Yeah, man. Zone get to about that to challenge. give them the easy street for you. What do you mean play yeah. zone? Like <laughs> Yeah, get that challenge, man. I used to love that. I used to love like, yeah, well, all right, but this is what we're gonna do. Like all right, I'll stick in the first half. You give him the second half, like because if I because we have two types of like you know um, defensive tactics. Like I might be the one that bodies up on you right. and like kind of like nudge you, like you trying to get to your sweet spot. I'll push you off your spot. Exactly. I might push you farther out. I'm exactly. not gonna like you know. I'm not gonna like. I'm not gonna foul you, but I'm not gonna let you come down and post me. Like I'm gonna like I'm gonna fight you all the way down. I'm gonna fight you all the way down. I'm gonna let you get to your spot. I'm gonna right. push you out a little bit farther so that way we do those swing throughs and your jump shots. It's going to be like too far the route. You start getting, you know, you start, you know, getting frustrated. I'm missing. Look, I don't care. You know, it, it is what it is. But, um, but, but yeah, um, that's, that's my main strategy, to be honest with you, for, for your, for your Sixers. Like my strategy for the Sixers to win, like every series, you start on the inside. You got to go old school with it. Start inside, do. work your way back outside. Because, you know, with teams like Brooklyn, like the only way that they're going to win is they get hot. And then what happens is when they get hot, they start, it's like it kind of gets contagious and stuff yeah. like that. Like then, like the the big three, they start hitting their stuff. Like you know, um, Kyrie, KD, and and Harden, they start hitting threes. And guess what? Joe Harris wants to get in there too. Oh, yeah. let me let me get in. Let me let me come off the wing and hit something. And not only that, you know? while, while mm -hmm. their confidence is rising with each shot that goes down, that's the science of basketball. See, that's the right. that's part of the X's and O's. And I'm glad you brought that up because that's you see that a lot in um mm -hmm. and, and playoff basketball. And my, me and my brother Press Coast, who's always on here and on COVID with me, you know what we call that? We call that good old Uncle Mo. Whose side is Uncle Mo? Uncle Momentum. Uncle Momentum. Whose <laughs> side is, is, it is very, very real, especially yeah. when you start. We're not in the bubble anymore. We're going to be going to these arenas. Yeah. It's going to get a little quiet. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You got to find the things. It might be a dunk. It might be a steal. It might be a goddamn dive over the the desk for a loser. That's it. You got to do something to, to get Uncle Mo on your side, dog. And yeah. I agree 100% because the more and more shots go down or on the flip side, the more and more shots that don't go in, it's it's a pressure cooker. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a pressure cooker. It's a, it's, it's mm -hmm. a balance beam. If, this, if, the, if, the, if your opponent is like this, nine times out of 10, you're trending this way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Only those yeah. great games, 
in those great moments, do we see both teams coming up like this until we get to the right, end of the game and, and it comes to right. a head? You know what I'm saying? So that's yeah, that's yeah. Because I mean, you know, we used to use that term a lot. Um, that Uncle Mo term. Yeah. I used to always watch like um, ESPN back in like the mid '90s and stuff like that. I'm gonna say mm -hmm. like '96. Um, that's that's kind of like to me. That's when they had like kind of like the best. Like, yep, you already know. Rest in peace, Stuart Scott. Yeah, Stuart Scott used to say it. Um, I know Dickie V used to say it a lot too. Yep. Especially Uncle Mo, you know, <laughs> Uncle Mo, baby, Uncle Mo, he's running them out the building. That's not an uptown tone term. I am just, I'm just making sure that it's still being used out here. That's all. Oh, it is. It is. We see it because guess what? Um, because uh, you, since, since you're uptown, so that means you probably did Finley, McCleskey, stuff like that. Nah, so Simons, man, Simons. I, I forgot all about. Listen, Come man, on. Simons. We the stepchild. Of, I, yeah, we the ones. Listen, Simon, y'all used to have them good night leagues out there outside. Only second to, to, to 16th and Suskew, and 16th and Suskew is just because it's, I remember. I played in a couple of those joints out yes, there. Yes, sir. And that crowd, and you talk about Uncle Mo, it get let, real. Somebody catch a two -hand, let somebody catch a two-hand dunk. But everybody from all, all the other dudes from all those other parks that you hear about, 16th and mm -hmm. Suskew, down, you know what I mean, uh, 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 down south, all the joints down South Philly. They South all Philly, come up yeah. to Simons to play in them leagues. Every neighborhood had a team up yeah. there. Yeah, I remember that joint. Ooh, yeah. that thing was that thing used to cook up there. Yeah, for sure. Then one year they didn't have it anymore, and that was yeah. it. You know, yeah. everybody started going down to Philly or going to like like King Sesson or the Randy Woods League or Mary Anderson League or well, shout by out then, to the Philly Summer Basketball League. Yeah, period, though, man. It's very, very yeah. That. Like, what are your yeah. favorite spots to hoop at? You know, yeah. summer basketball. Of course, you have to bring up like Sam Rines and you know um, Sunny Hill. Of course, I don't never have to bring up Sam Rines, man. I got a great with Sam Rines. Sam Rines would well, because he wouldn't put me on his team. Oh, okay. He had be, that's that's more politics of favoritism though. It's probably that's that's, that's, that's favoritism. That's why I don't like AAU right now. But I was better than Sam Rines guards. He wouldn't put me on his team. I mean, I wasn't known. I didn't have a name. It was it was that that's probably, probably what it was because you you were probably killing their guards. That's probably what it was. You were killing their guards. It was corny, you know. Like and, I played for know. John Harden at rest in peace. I didn't want to play AAU for I didn't, John Harnett. I didn't want to play AAU for John Harden because I know I wasn't going to snip the court. So I just went to workouts and I played uh, Sunny Hill with John Harden. But I wanted to play AAU yeah, workouts. Used to be legendary. Yeah, yeah, did, I used to workouts did. either up at sometimes you used to go outside down across the street from Central. Yep. Or if it's inside, like you would go to like uh, what's it called? Uh, that's on the tip of my tongue, too. Gustine uh, Lake. Gustine Lake. Yep. Positive image, baby. That was Positive image, Gustine Lake. That's I already knew what you was talking about. about, yep. Yeah, that's why I first um, that's why I first had some of my good defensive games at down there. Like, playing against, like, dudes. I think that's when I first meet. Me and Terrell Stokes from Maryland. This one, he, mm -hmm. um, he probably went to Maryland. Mm -hmm. Went head-to-head, -head, like, guard versus – and I'm not, I'm not a guard, but cats were afraid to stick them. They were just yeah. like, well – I don't want to stick a day from Grants and you know this and that and blah 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 blah. Like yo, yeah. just D up. That's yeah. it. His little brother was like a. Uh, I think oh, his little brother was a senior. Yeah, his brother. I think he was a senior when I was either a freshman or a sophomore. But he used to, uh -huh. he used to work out with John too. Yeah, yeah, TT. Yeah, yeah. Well, I used to love I used to love. Yep, I love we can we can talk about that forever. We can. Like, we yeah. Summer, I, summer I wanna, hey, listen, it's, listen, listen, man. This is this this is pie. This is not. CF CNBC, this is not ESPN. This is the podcast right. in the world. We can segue wherever we want. I think the fans like when we give that off-color talk, but we gonna we got playoff talk to get to. We'll we'll, we'll stick with it. We'll yeah, stick with it. <laughs> yeah, we definitely gotta get into that though. Definitely. That right. that was some that was some that's some some great ball. All right, so um, right now I want to get into the standings. I want to I want to I want to say um well, my last point with the Sixers and the Nets was gonna be um I agree with you. This the, the Nets 
don't deserve the first spot. I, I think it's more of what we're not doing than what it is what they're doing. And then number two, the second yeah. part to answer your question of um, who scares me, I don't think it's a more so of a who than it is is a what. And it's, it's, a what. And it's going and it's and it's going through this playoff run as the second seed. I don't want to see the three. I don't want to see the guys that are that are that are right there close to us in the standings in the playoffs. I don't want to see somebody remotely close to us in the playoffs until we get to the conference finals. I don't want to see a two or a three. I don't want to see a Milwaukee or 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 uh, Brooklyn until we get into the Eastern Conference. So that's what scares me more than any team is, the, yeah. is that path. I like the path that number one brings. That's what that's the right. I want to yeah, do. Yeah, cuz you're going to you're going to play like you're going to play the best of the worst. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. But that goes back to the stuff. but I believe and I'm going to use your word, we I believe we're the team that earned that though. We earned that this season. Yeah. And I think that's major that you said that. It doesn't look Brooklyn didn't earn that. They just it's like, ah, oh, we here, like, damn, y'all got all the players y'all wanted, and we're just gonna fall in the number one spot. Okay, like fate. Yeah, all right. Like, like like a storyline or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like, you I know think, what I'm saying? Yeah, they're gonna I think they're gonna try to be like one of those teams that just got together and then go win a championship or something like that. That's not gonna happen, I'm telling you, because like no cut to Steve Bash, but I mean not even that tells me like they're gonna like, either they're gonna gonna like Casey. they're gonna they're gonna have like a bad shooting day. Or and that's it. And let's go off Let's let's go let's go off on topic again. Let's go right back go to where we was. Uh-huh. How many playground leagues did you play in? How many playground mm-hmm. leagues did you play in where day one was a draft and they said, "I'm going to give you a number," and they broke the teams up evenly. Mm-hmm. You have your first practice. The league starts. Mm-hmm. What happens after that? People start vying. Oh, no, I need him on my team. I need this person. Oh, this this he could play. He ain't got no burst. Somebody's trying to build that dream, that that super team, that right? Dream team, and they That's do right. it. Somebody built the dream team. The whole league gets pissed. Oh, how y'all do that? Y'all wasn't allowed to do that, KC. Because me and Preston laugh about this all the time. How many times does that team win the championship? Well, when the once they get all together and all In those stuff? rec leagues, how many times does that team win the championship? I mean, not a lot because to me, because at the end of the day, you still got to be a team, right? Right. Yeah, unless you got somebody like, you know, unless you got somebody betting on the game. So, <laughs> unless, you got somebody, unless you got somebody down, like you at the basket, you hit your free throws, and the dude be like, yo, my man, you don't want, you don't want to make this free throw. But I've like, seen this, right, I've seen this scenario so many times in rec ball where the team, the league is fine, and then it's just this one team that just has to get the bomb squad. They go get this guy, they put this guy on here. And it's mm-hmm. all guys you know from the neighborhood, and we all right. know them. They all know us, and we're like, oh, y'all, well, y'all got it. They build a despair. They build a target on their back that is so big that their success is too big for them. Exactly. It's many times like, yeah, there's many times that I played like in like the, you know, Philly leagues and um, Worcester up yep. there on Worcester yep. and stuff like that. They got, they bring all these teams from like Southwest and mm-hmm. South Philly. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm going to make up some names like, you know, they got Sean Black, Mirror Mirror, Smoke, <laughs> Heath. It's black always a black. Hand. Not showing they got shiz. This is shiz. Not a oh, showing it's a shiz. Sean. Well, they're, they're showing and shiz. They're showing and shiz. <laughs> yeah, they're showing and shiz. You know, they got Sean, shiz, Kev, black, Every team got smoke. a black. Yo, um, black is hilarious. Let me see who else. Um, Fat Mike or something like that. Um, and then you then you have, uh, then you got Rob or somebody like that. They definitely got a shiz, though. Because Yo, you, you got a brown skin, you got a dark skin shiz, and you got a pretty Sean. <laughs> And that's how it always 
and they get up there. And of course, like everybody's scared of them, you know, because like they're they're hooping and stuff like that. But once it gets down to it, like it might be like a neighborhood team, like maybe you, me, Marcus, mm-hmm. your brother, my little brother, and we're mm-hmm. just out here just killing them. Like because we're we play together play, every we're not game. backing down, we're playing together. And you know what? You know you know how that game ends? We win the game. It's just and then want to go fight the rest. With they want to go fight everybody. They want to go everybody. fight everybody. Go in the trunk. Get my man in the trunk. I got a hundred on my. Wait, I'm trying to figure out how's it go. I got a hundred. I got a stack on my young boy. Right. I got a stack on my young boy. Right. Play right now, one on one. No, fam. Like you, you out here getting mad. I'm about to go down to the pizza store to get myself some pizza. We just won the chip. Yeah, we won the chip. Well, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not fighting you. You. I mean, you want the trophy? You can have it. But we all know right. what happened here. Yeah, that, like that kid, always happens. Like that my man happens. Kiss say, if, like my man Kiss say, if I'm winning, what I look like getting even with you dudes, man. I'm gonna, I'm <laughs> gonna get me a Gatorade. <laughs> right. That's right. That's right. That's right. I mean, yeah, I, I, I even seen it like in, um in college. Like I seen it done in college too. Like they try to like get all these transfers and these recruits and stuff like that. What happens in the end in the tournament? They they get met by somebody. And they just had to either they got their number or they're having a bad shooting night. They don't know who to depend on to take the last shot or the first shot or the second shot or the third shot. Right. Or if they're in the funk, they don't know how to shoot themselves out the funk and stuff right. like that. Because, you know, a wise man always told me the worst way to get out of a slump is to stop shooting. No, you, yeah. you keep shooting. You, you have do. to shoot your way out of this one. You do. You uh, have to. Yeah, you, you're going to have to. I'm, I'm afraid you're going to have to. If you have a bad shooting night, you have a bad shooting night. But um, <clears throat> I've always seen that, though. Like, I've always played on teams. And and this is the honest truth. Like I've always been on teams that weren't they were like good, they were they were okay, but it was just like the, the way that our the team concept was, like we were, you know, we always played defense, we really didn't back down. We had okay shooters and stuff like that. Occasionally we, we would get hot, you know, but it was just more of like um it was I don't know, it was just more fundamentally sound. And usually yeah. the fundamentally sound teams usually get farther in the playoffs. Or sometimes they get to the championship, whatever the case may be. But the game is the know. game. It don't, it don't matter. Yeah. I don't care who the mm-hmm. talent is. None of this talent, none of these things, none of these individual accolades that these players uh, continue to put out here, continue to, uh, to they, it pushes the game forward, but it never goes above what the game is. You can't be better right. than the game. This is one of the ultimate team games. This is why it's my favorite sport, even mm-hmm. more so than the football, even more so than baseball. Baseball is a little slow. Baseball is a little boring. Football mm-hmm. at a certain point, you can just really use br- brute force. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This yeah. this sport requires so much tandem. It, it requires so much cohesiveness. And and when you just up, I always think, picture myself at the top of the bleachers. When mm-hmm. you see a basketball play get run, it's like it's all oh, this fucking poetry in motion. Poetry in motion. Backdoor screens, V cuts, uh, uh, UCLA high post, the different positions, uh-huh. the different. That shit is beautiful to watch. Down, man. Flex, it is flex be- cuts and all yeah, that stuff. It's beautiful to yeah. watch. It's beautiful. It is. Like, even like, even like, like when I used to watch, like, just like, this is when I really started getting into basketball and really like playing and stuff like that and just watching, like, stopping breaks. Like, the, the prettiest thing I've ever seen on defense is a guy coming down. And he's like he's backpedaling on a two on on a one on two mm-hmm. or something like that or a two on one should I say? And he stops it or he makes them or he makes them slow down like oh he, get, whoa, he gets that perfect angle to guard them both. He gets yeah. it's, like like that Danny Green said, it's angles. It takes a lot. It's, it takes a lot, and that's why everybody's a not a good defender. Yeah, it takes a lot. But that's 
I know exactly what you're talking about. He could successfully mm-hmm. stop a two-on-one, and, and it looked effortless. Like, damn, they didn't even have any chance against yeah, him. Yeah, do nothing. And then also, yeah. it's like and just watching, like on defense, um, just the communication. Like a great, some of the great defensive teams that I've watched over the years, like in college and pro and stuff like that. Like my favorite college team was Maryland because the way they used to do their defensive schemes and stuff like that, like they used to communicate so good. Temple was like that too. Temple was really good at communicating was, like their defense, like that matchup nuts. zone, the John Cheney matchup zone. Rest very peace. good. That's a very um, good. Georgetown was really good with that, like yep. with their, um, with their traps and stuff like that. But they used to always, what I used to love about that, they used to always communicate. That's why I used to like, that's why sometimes when I was up at Eastern doing like commentating and stuff like that, I used to always watch the, um, the girls games and the way they used to like shout, and, and say things like, yo, he's dead. No, no, screen, screen, screen left, screen right, fade, you know, stuff like that. You know, come back, come back. There's one behind you. Watch your screen, stuff like that. And like the communication is like like an art form in itself. Like it sometimes is, you, man. you know, and it, it, this is how you know your teammate doesn't like you. If your teammate runs you into a screen, he doesn't say nothing. Yeah. <laughs> and I've seen this before. Like, tell you might be you might be backpedaling real fast. I'm not even getting I'm not, yeah. I've been in that position and I know like, every single time I never get mad at the person screening me. He's doing his job. My teammate's not doing his. Yeah, like, I look right at my teammate, you, like, oh, what's up? Like you gonna call that out? Okay, call out the screens. You. you be call out the screens. You get the screen out. Say say Casey on your left, Casey on your back. Casey, all you stop. gotta say, left, left. That'll make me take a yeah. big step up or, mm-hmm. or, I'll, or, or I'll put my hand up, or I'll put my hand up to feel him. And then like something if he's coming toward me. I'm going to get him out the way. Yeah. But don't like let that. me just get hit by the Mack truck, dog. Like, yeah. like, like, <laughs> <laughs> All right. So standings, uh, I'm going, I'm going to do the East. Okay, okay. Give me a favor. You stopped at eight. Give me, um, give me nine and 10. I need nine and 10. Nine and 10. I'm going to throw Asher on you, uh, Indiana I- and Washington. Mm. All right. So we got net Sixers, Bucks, Knicks, Hawks, Celtics, Heat, Hornets, and you said Indiana and Washington. Is that nine and ten for real? Nine and ten, yeah. I could have sworn they just said Washington was eliminated. No, I'm tri- I'm tripping. That was a uh, you know what it, you know what it is. Is John Wall got traded and he still wears red for some reason? I still want to put him. That's who got eliminated. The, the damn mm-hmm. the Rockets got eliminated from the playoffs for sure. Brody's yeah, been playing sure. though. Brody has been playing. Brody and and Steph Curry have been have been have been point guard one and two. Um, yeah. This this whole month of April, they have had a crazy April. Both of them, Steph with the threes and Brody with the trip with the trip doves. They yeah, had- he's getting, he's getting, you know, people used to hate on him too. Like, oh, he's just pad, you know, he's, he's you know, he's stuffing the stacks and stuff like that. He's uh, he's pad stuffing and stuff like that. Um, no, no, a triple double is hard. A triple double is a triple double. Like, if you, it's hard to get a, it's hard to get a triple single. I can't even get nine, nine, and nine. Like. You have to be just doing everything well that night, like right. or either that you gotta have luck and skill at the same time. Like right. you gotta be in the right place at the right time where the board is coming down. You have to be in the right place at the right time through the pass where somebody can connect it and make the shot. They gotta convert it. You know that's like that's like a no hitter or something like that. Like you hit the ball up in the air as a pop fly. You got a no hitter on the line. Like the guy's like, yo, please catch the joint. You right. know, um, and then you also have to score too. You also have to like you know score buckets as well. But right, so at, yeah, so like Russ has been Russ has been killing it. Bradley yeah. Beal's also been killing it too. Um, him and Steph are probably gonna go neck and neck for the scoring, you know, for the scoring title this year. But Bradley is just man, yeah. I, I like I've always liked the way he scored. I've I always liked that wanted... does it so effortlessly, but Bradley just brings it. <laughs> he it's, brings it's, it to you. Yeah, he does. He does. All right. So in the east, uh Net Sixers, Bucks, Knicks, Hawks, Celtics, Heat, Hornets, Pacers, Wizards. So as it stands, we got the Heat playing the Hornets, 
And the winner of that game will be the number uh, seven seed. Uh-huh. And then uh, the loser of that game will play the winner of the Pacers and the Wizards. And then the winner of that game will be the eighth seed. Sounds like an NIT. Sounds like an NIT. I was just about to say a little bit, a little bit of NCAA for your NBA playoffs these days. I actually, mm-hmm. once it's broken down, and just just because of the way the standings are shaping out this year, I like it. If I'm a team that seven and eight, nine, and ten are five plus games behind me, I don't want this shit to happen. Right. You can keep this. Like you can yeah. keep that. Like <laughs> you can keep your little playing game. You can keep your little NCAA playing game. <laughs> but um, yeah, you can keep that. As it stands, I don't know. LaMelo's back today. I know that. I know LaMelo's back today. So if the playoffs uh-huh. were to start today, we're going to start that conversation now, and I'll let you do the West. But if the playoffs were to start today, we got the Heat and the Hornets playing and playing game or playing for the for the, uh, for the the seventh seed. I don't know who I like in that game. These are all one game. This is not series, too. These are all one game. Yeah, this, this, this is one game, so that means anything can happen. This is like and a the, game seven. And the Hornets are not a team that you could just bet against. Yeah, they're not a uh as, as the great you know as the great Wu Tang said they're not to be you are true. Uh, yeah, they got some peas I mean, over there. No disrespect, no disrespect to uh Miami with Jimmy buckets and stuff like that, but <laughs> it's making me think, KC. I, I mean, I listen, if this was, man, like, if this, was this team, time man. last year, I would unequivocally say, "Oh yeah, Miami's got that." If this yeah, was yeah, a little bit buckets. earlier in the season, I probably would have said, "Okay, Miami's got that," but yeah, because I don't know where Tyler Hero went. Tyler Hero. He went somewhere. He's 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 missing. He's missing right now. You got to go find him. Um, Bam Adebayo. He's he's hooping as usual. Jimmy Buckets is hooping as usual. But that Charlotte team, that, that ball money. guy, House that money. ball guy, Don't... that ball guy is something special. He's something special. But he he hasn't even been playing. Scary Terry's been on a tear. Woo! Damn, Miles Bridges has been on a tear. It's another one over there. I keep thinking it's Evan Fournier, but it's not. He wear number 10 and everything. He look like Evan Fournier. Uh-huh. I keep forgetting. Jeremy Hill is his name? Jeremy Hill or something like that? Uh, I don't is, know. Is it I don't Jeremy? Was it, no, that's not Jeremy Lamb, is it? Jeremy, it's something. Do you know what I'm talking about, Kay? On the on Hornets? Who's number 10 on the Hornets? Find out who. I don't know. Yeah, finally. Let's get, let's get a name for number 10 on the Hornets. But he's been yeah, having please. good games. Miles Bridges has been jumping and throwing jumping some. Through oh, my God. That boy, Miles Bridges. Not <laughs> only that, but, but I feel like historically, Charlotte, it's a good city. I got family down in Charlotte. They got mm-hmm. they got people that get behind them. Not only that, but I feel like they're due. That guy yeah. who, who we who we call the greatest, the goat ever, has not had the same success in the front office of basketball. Rightfully of so. Course. It's two different. It's two different things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a lot that's not in his control. You understand? Yeah, what that's what he it can is. Only do but like, so much yeah. in this position. But with that being said, I do feel like this is his time. I do feel like he has done some things, starting with the draft this year, getting Lamelo. Doing things right. in nature, getting some pieces and doing some things. I do think he's getting the hang of being a GM. You know what I mean? I want to give him his kudos. I don't ever want to uh, down a black man or anything like that. But uh, yeah, I like Mike is like you know, yeah. it's like, like you said, like certain things that Mike is, you know, Mike is he's a competitor. Caleb, Caleb Martin, that's his name. Caleb Martin is oh, the 10. twin. Yeah, the Caleb twin. Martin. Caleb twin Martin. Caleb. He gives some good minutes over there in Charlotte. Charlotte has a nice core, and uh, Gordon Hayward's over there too. Is Gordon Hayward still injured? Gordon Hayward, yes. Is he is he still playing with them? Like he's I know he's playing, playing with them, but is he's he playing been, with them? When he plays, he plays. I think he got injured a couple weeks ago, I, I believe. Um, yeah, he's another he's another Clippers killer too. I don't like him either. He's another Clippers killer. <laughs> he was he was trashing us. Yeah, so I don't know. Trashing us. If I had to pick today, I might be going with the Hornets. I might be going with the Hornets. Yeah, I might be going with Brody and I might be going with Brody and Bill over the Pacers. 
Yeah, I'm definitely going. You know why? Because Washington wants it more. Washington wants it more. Like Indiana is like we're just, happy, in we're the just happy to be here. Yeah, I can see the Heat not being in the playoffs, KC. As I'm looking at these four teams, because Charlotte, you know what? Because Charlotte is a quietest cap. Um, just playing like like AU and stuff like that and everything coming up. Like Charlotte's a great basketball town. That's what I was cap. saying. Yeah, it is. It great, is. It's a really it's a really great basketball town. Guys can play down there. Yes, they can. They have, it's, it's a lot of history down there with the Charlotte Hornets and stuff like that. They always have like the dopest uniforms, the dopest players. Um, like Grandmama. Steph Curry went to high school in Charlotte, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, Muggsy, you know, Muggsy, Del Curry, stuff like that. Um, what's, what's my man's name? Who also used to play for him, too. He really gets just do Kendall Gill. I was about to say Kendall like Gill. That. Kick, Rest kick. in peace, Bobby Phils. That, that, that Bob, team. Bobby, yeah. When we first, so if you remember, maybe like 99, early 2000s, when the Sixers first started can't going. Baron Davis, too. <laughs> Baron, yeah, can't forget about B. Diddy. Mm-hmm. If you remember when the uh, Sixers first started getting those playoff bursts with AI. Um, yeah. The Hornets was a, was one of those teams, like you said, with those B. Diddy with those guys that were in that realm of, of, of us having, uh, I think, a couple years, maybe one or two years, we had to play against them uh, mm-hmm. uh, in the early first or second round. Yeah, they were a team. They were a team to be like they were a team. They were a formidable team. Like um, Jamal McGlure, PJ Brown were their big guys. <laughs> no, that, those Charlotte teams, like when they had like Jamal Mashburn and yeah, oh my god, they were, they, were I mean, they almost uh, I think one year who did they almost beat? I think they almost beat Milwaukee one year. I think that was that oh one year. That's when every every Sixers game went to seven. Yeah, <laughs> I love that team too, man. Like I I couldn't even as as much as I wanted to hate on that team, right. I couldn't. Right. I just couldn't because, like, you guys were always winning. Like, then you guys, and then that year, that whole year, that 2001 year was, like, a great year for basketball, period. Because um, the games were great. The All-Star game was awesome. Iverson got the MVP. Aaron McKee got sixth man of the year. The Kevin Matumbo got defensive player of the year. You know, Larry Brown got, got coach of the year. All-Star game. Yeah, I mean, Kobe was man at the All-Star game because he thought the All-Star, you know, MVP should have went to him. Nope. That goes to Allen Iverson. Right. Uh, Larry Brown gets coach of the year. You guys knock off. You guys knock off uh, the Lakers in the first game uh, of the of the series in the finals. Oh, then plus our- you guys got and then plus Allen Iverson got the MVP. Yep. Uh, who did, I, I forgot you, who you guys were playing that year. I think you guys were playing Toronto or something. That was you guys played Toronto. We played. Uh, we played the Pacers. Yeah. Was it the Pacers? We played, okay. We played the Pacers. We played Toronto. Toronto. And then Milwaukee. we played Milwaukee. Listen, when Iverson got that, yeah, me and my girl, shout out to the OG Tracy Johnson. She's a diehard. She's a diehard Sixers fan. She knows her stuff, too. Yeah, Tracy, um, we're going to get you on here next time instead of KC. Please do, man. Please I hope you do, have man. a Sixers she, shooting she, shirt. She knows her stuff. She I, used hope, to I, hope, to, um, I hope he got you a nice Sixers shooting shirt. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She used to go to, um, <laughs> <laughs> to, to U-City. She played for um, for U-City back in the day. Nah, and also, uh, not, not, yeah, on t- yeah. not on the team with my homie uh, Ebony Twig. She ain't playing on them teams, did she? Um, well, she came on the uh, see, Tracy played in the I think she played like in the 80s. Oh, she right. played like in the 80s, yeah, yeah. Um, um, but um, uh, but yeah, I remember when they I'm not sure if they played against the Pacers or they played against the Raptors, but I think it was like the first game, the first home game they had, they presented AI with the MVP award. That was the listen. Raptors, that was because they used to give it in like the second round back then, yeah. okay? Because yeah. listen, man, that <laughs> that that the, the atmosphere <laughs> was. We it was nuts. crazy, we yo. They was, was giving them towels out every game in the man, the Towels and, was going crazy. And, and the Raptors looked around. The Raptors looked around like Vince and shout out to Alvin Williams and everybody. 
they looked around, Del Curry too. They all looked around like, damn. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah, we want to chalk this game in tonight. Shout out to, this, this shout, AI out, night. shout out to Vince for not telling UNC to mail his uh, diploma too. Shout out to Vince for actually wanting to be there on that day, the same day as the game seven. Right. I don't think we could have done it without you, Vince. Wow. What'd you say? Huh? Did he have like back to back fifty point games against you guys like in the playoffs? Well, him or, and or AI, AI have, had fifty. Was, they, him and AI was just going fucking dumb. It was like AI had forty six, then he had forty eight, then AI yeah. had fifty, then AI had fifty two, then he yeah. had like fifty, then AI closed it out with like four. I was like, yo, it was it was definitely like it was it was the series where you like, okay, this this bull is not the dunk champion like this. This he's he wanted them he, ones. He can play. He wanted he's, them ones. Like he wanted yeah, them ones. The like, real one. He plays this game for real. Shout out to Vince. Yeah. Shout out yeah. to Vince. Yeah, definitely. Shout out to Vince. It's a now. real good uh on Netflix. Yeah. I don't know if it's still there, but it's a real good document docu documentary on Vince Carter, which really builds him as the first Drake. You know what I mean? Oh. Like, he put Toronto. No, I'm not not the first Drake, but he had a very 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 good career on and off the off the court. He was very integral in the in the development of the popularity that Toronto has right now, and he really it was purpose and it was purposeful. Like he kind of, nice. it's, it's, like really it's really good. Yeah. It's really like good. It's really good. I like that. That's awesome. I think it's called I, uh, Vince, I think it's called Vinsanity. You got to check it out. Um, I'm definitely going to check that out. Yeah, yeah it's real. I, it, it let me into a lot. I didn't know his business acumen. He's very a very very keen businessman. They say he is to uh he is he is the credit for bottle service. Oh. Vince, go ahead. Yeah, because he See, came in. That's what I'm talking about, Vince. You said UNC degree. Go yeah, ahead, they said he came in and he he started to see that once once his his spot started getting popular, people's time was being killed at the bar waiting for the bartenders. But the people mm -hmm. who could uh, afford it would just ask for the bottles and come over here. All it was all VIP. So he okay. said he just opened up bottle service. Just buy a bottle. You don't really have to have, have to have a table. Just buy a bottle. Like you know what I'm saying? Like just get the bottle. And yeah. he he baby. Really, he really started the bottle. I said, "Man, that's crazy. I need to. I need my man Vince Sanity to get his flowers." Like he started yeah. bottle service, not the rapper. That's VC. That's VC right there. It's like, right. uh, yeah, man, yeah. Speaking of that too, because Vince, shout out to Vince. Um, like I loved him in high school too. Definitely part of one of the greatest high school classes ever. No disrespect to Kobe's class. No disrespect to Lamar Odom's class, and you know Trace McGrady and all them. But that Vince class was sick. Yeah, I'm just on, I'm sorry to say, but I ain't really gonna go into that. But that's all I'm gonna say about that. And also, I got a chance to actually see Vince play against um, like Villanova when he came down one year. And I know he had this vicious drop step on on one of the Villanova centers on the baseline. This one, I think he was like a freshman too. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Vince was Vince is ridiculous. All right, so yeah. look, I'm just I'm, I'm gonna end out the, the East by saying this. Okay, I like the Hornets and the Wizards to lock down the seventh and eighth spot. I would like us to go back up to the first spot so that we could have the less treacherous road to the finals. Yeah. Um, and any dark horses to look for, I would say not so much the Hornets after that. I think, I think they're going to, I think they're going to shoot their load getting into the playoffs. And once they get there, I think it's going to be, cause I, I, I like them to play either us or somebody. Else. I mean, yeah. Um, but I will say, look out for the Hawks and I would definitely, 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 Say, look out for the Knicks. The Knicks are playing very, very good. I was just about to say that too. The like, Knicks they are playing are. very good defensive basketball. The top defensive uh, uh, team in the league. Mm -hmm. um, I, I like the. I, I, I'm not. I'm not rooting for them, but I just like. 
I like when a team has been through some shit. And then I also yeah. agree with what LeBron said. The NBA is just better when the Knicks are when the Knicks are good. Yeah. That means that means that the 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 the, the talent, the, the 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 way that it's scaled, it's probably pretty good. You probably got some pretty good teams. Because if New York is in the basement, it's like, well, what is, what is the NBA really about? These yeah, days? now you got both New York teams in the playoffs now. That's that's awesome. I haven't seen awesome. that in a while. Awesome. Um, yeah, RJ, Julius Randle, Derrick Rose, like they're all step, they're stepping up. Like you got that veteran leadership with Derrick Rose. I knew Derrick Rose was back. We started doing double crossovers again. Like, boom, boom. I'm like, damn. Oh, that's the old Derrick right there. That's that's Derrick Rose, Chicago. Right. Um, and, you know, like RJ Barrett, always been an always been a, a offensive talent. But he's really stepping it up on defense, man. He's definitely taking those tough assignments. Yeah, he, Julius Randle is out there just balling. R.J. Barrett is a cheat code because, and you don't, you can't see it yet. And this is this is probably mm-hmm. a uptown tone hot take. He's one of those players that this this all he really know. So all you really waiting is for the age, the body, and the mind to just really get on the same page. And it's gonna be like, oh shit, like it's like yeah, like this really, this really all the kid knows. His damn godfather to, is deep. <laughs> His godfather is a two-time MVP of this league. Like, you're really just waiting, which which the Knicks are, too. They're probably just looking. And if you look at him, kid's averaging damn near 20 points a game, and it's still, like, in his rough stages. Like, this is not – he's not polished at all doing this shit. Nope. So so that's what I'm saying. When all that comes together, it's like, that's one of the guys that you like, man, watch out for that kid, because that kid is going to be a problem. He's he's already already a problem. And he's a lefty. I couldn't stand him, yo. I couldn't stand him at uh, I couldn't stand him at Duke. I mean, I'm a UNC. I'm a UNC fan. I didn't like him at Duke, yo, because because he was good, and and then he was like left-handed. Right. I'm I'm a lefty, but I don't shoot with my left. I shoot with my right. But certain things I can do with my left, I can't do with my right. Like I can pass better. I can pass better with my right. I'm more of a. This is more my dominant hand on defense. You know, with my my left. But my right is just. That's why left-handed people are so hard to guard because they're not really left-handed. Yeah. They know angles, and plus, like, like right-handed left, people are right-handed. You got angles, like we left-hand, got some angles. Left-handed people do whatever you see them do that made you think they was left-handed. That's what they do left-handed. That could be dribbling. That could be shooting. Because I had yep. a guy on my team that dribbled left hand, or no, he he, I can't remember. I think he dribbled either. He dribbled left hand, but did everything else. He was really ambidextrous. Yeah. At the end of the day, yeah. like that's not left hand. That's fucking ambidextrous. Like, like, cause like having a, being a left-handed, like, yo, this is what really works out for left-handed people. If you come down as a post player, you come down to the right hand side. You do it like a drop step. Like you're gonna go over your right shoulder with your left hand. Listen, that shot is unblockable. Like I've tried it so many times. Like boom, 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 and I just turn. Like I will turn and then do a a left over over the right shoulder. People can't get it. I can arc it. Yeah. Like I can arc get, it. I can hit off the backboard. I mean, it's basic ball you man. Like the, the, the I'm saying, like the ball all the yeah, way over like, here. What the defender gonna do? You gotta get through your right, you gotta get through your whole body to get to the ball. That's a foul. We call that a foul in basketball. We call yeah. that. That's called a foul. <laughs> on you, sir. So all right, so so, so give me the West, KC. Give me the West, KC. Give me the 10 in the sure. West, and you tell me who you like to lock down seven and eight. Cool. Um, well. The West starts off like this. You got Phoenix, you got Utah, uh, my Clippers, Denver, Lakers at five, six, Dallas, seven, Portland, eight, Memphis. Uh, nine and ten will be San Antonio and Golden State. 
So who I like between Golden State and San Antonio, of course, Golden State. Golden State is going to take that. Like Steph Curry is going to drop him off for like at least good 35. You don't want your playoff. You don't want your playoff uh, 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 berth relying on playing Steph Curry. That sucks. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. <laughs> and on top of that, like Steph Curry is like, and the way he's like, Steph Curry is like, he's demonstrative, but he's like, the way that he plays, he plays with like so much joy and so much like gratitude and positivity. Like he's just, they're going to make it regardless for him. Um, you know, but you know, but DeMar DeRozan is going to have a good game against them too. So shout out to DeMar DeRozan. Um, let me see Portland. So that means we got Portland, Memphis. I don't know for some reason. I don't know what's going on with Portland, man. Like they're just like taking a slide or something like that. You know, do you think they should break up that team? They should just they should break up um, CJ and uh, and Dame Dame Dollar. Is it is it Portland? Yeah. I mean, Portland I mean, we've seen. Eight, all right, so let's just take it back to because we've obviously from the same era. Let's take it back to and we ever mentioned it before. Let's take it back to uh to Scotty Pippen. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying, um, when my man Conway the Machine said, "I like rap too, man. I did my score on important. I'm Bonzi Wells with the headband." You know what I'm saying? That's it, it, yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> that team was ridiculous. I play 2K. I download the 2000 or whatever it is season. I picked the Lakers. I simulated that team whips my ass every time and I can't get to the finals. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So I bring them up to say, is it Portland? Is it Portland? The city, the, the water, the food, the Rose Garden? I don't know. Is it something? I've heard some, I heard some stuff about them. I've heard people complain this, because there's nothing to do out there. Is this, I don't, I don't know whether it's the, I don't know because, I mean, that's what I think of because, all right, we're going to, so, so this conversation that ensues is going to be us saying, well, let's look at Portland. And it's like, mm-hmm. dude, they've had some good teams over some over some different years. You know what I'm saying? Even yeah. with this particular, let's just say with Dame, with Dame Lillard at the helm. They've yeah. switched this thing up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And even with, who was it? Nurkic? Nurkic hasn't played in the playoffs with them yet, correct? Correct. And it's looking like he's slated to do that for the first time this year, correct? Correct. And even with that happening, we're having the conversation that we're having. You would think that they would be up in those fours, those five. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So it's like, every, what is it? Like every you know, time I, I watch them, my finger on it. Like they scare me. Like every time, like every time the Clippers match up against them, like they scare me. Like, but then once the ball is like, I was about to say like that, you know what? Then the ball goes I, in I the air. I give you a classic example. I'm gonna take it back to Philly for it. They're like that. They're like that team with all the big men and the fancy dribblers and the layup lines and they're dunking and stuff like that. But once you tap the ball and you like knock them over one time, but you didn't mean to knock them over, you're like, damn. Or you, or you shoot a layup on them, like, damn. That was that easy, it's right? Tough. It's like it's not even tough. <laughs> <laughs> or how we say in Philly, and them niggas not even tough like that. Right. Man. They, they, these niggas they, up. They soft. You know? they soft, man. They, they soft. soft, man. Pick these niggas up. Right, right. Get him, get him, Tosh G. Get him, right. Shiz. You know, get him, Shiz. So, get him, Black. Get him, Shiz. Get him, up, Shiz. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so facts though, facts. And, and if they're not important, if Portland's not careful, they could be on the outside looking in because they got that kid John Morant, and he's not for play. He's not for play. He's not for play. He will take off on you right, you know, right below the dots mm-hmm. and bang on you. Right, and and then he'll like look at you. He'll do like the, the, the two small sign or something like that. You too small, you know. Um, you too small, yeah. right? And he just he the skinny wiry dude, like <laughs> yeah, like yeah. But but he has like crazy bunnies, man. Like he's you know his dad played basketball with uh, Ray Allen, right? So I mean, I, I got unfortunately, I'm sorry, Portland, and I love CJ and I love Dave. I definitely love CJ, 
Um, but I'm gonna take I'm gonna take Memphis in that because I think Memphis wants it more. They just want to they want to be in. Like Portland's acting like, you know, I I, I agree. <laughs> they, 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 you got you're at the finals or you're you're about to you know take your final, but you know. You just watch out. For you act like you don't want to be there, so you didn't study. So I'm just gonna just fill in any answer or something like that. Just watch Whatever. out. Just watch out for Hoodie Mellow. Hoodie Mellow was loading. I forgot about Hoodie Mellow. And I don't. And I don't know what. I don't. I just know that. I just know that. I when I when I when I, when I put my phone on this last week or two, mm. he, he is him that keep coming up. That keeps saying, "All right, well, Mello yeah, he's been dropping a lot of twenty point games lately. Yeah, like he's been but, on some. But that's when you, that, but we, he's been on some Denver Mellow. That's that Mellow. Like Denver, that's, New York Mellow. When you've been here for eighteen years and you kind of know how this thing go. Cause that's my boy, man. Like I've only had a couple favorite players in the league. My favorite players in the league, I've had, I've had three. I've had Eddie Jones, Carmelo okay. Anthony, and Steph Curry have been my favorite players in the league. Because I'm just, I'm any anybody outside of that, I'm just going Sixers you to death. Like you know what I mean? That's just me. <laughs> well, I've had yeah, of course. The first I had my Clippers, of course. Right. So, um, but like some of my. Other favorite players like that didn't play on the Clippers would be like like a Sam Cassell, Mitch Richmond. Latre- I used to love Latrell. But you were a real one. See, that's why I can I appreciate you. You see how I went straight to Eddie Jones and you went right to basketball players, not just people who just get the spot. Oh, yeah, 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 I love, yeah, I love yeah. Eddie, man. Eddie Jones, man. Yeah, when he Eddie Jones, Lakers, listen. Stuff like that. But he was really a problem when he played for um, when he played for Charlotte, too. Yeah, he was. Oh, my God. He was like a defensive stop. He was giving reality problems on defense. He was. So. He just couldn't stay injured when the when he had his own team. He like, damn, so y'all asking me a lot. You know what I'm saying? It was cool when I was playing with Shaq. Shaq could take the brunt of this, you know what I'm saying? But damn, uh-huh. like, yeah, but I remember like thing. when um when when Eddie played for the Lakers, this was like maybe early to mid nineties when they had like oh, they, they had the like one of the most disrespectful teams in the so. league, banging on dudes, crossing you over. That's when he had uh it was Shaq, Nick, Nick the Quick, Eddie, Kobe. Kobe was in the mix too. It was them four. It was those four. Yo, you talk about like banging on dudes and just looking at you and you know, Shaq was, this is when, like, Shaq was, he wasn't, like, big Shaq. He was kind of, like, coming off of Orlando, but then he was just, like, still mobile and stuff like that. And, yeah, that, 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 that 94, 95 Lakers, well, that 90, that 90, I would say, like, 97 Lakers team, mm-hmm. total disrespectful. Like, that's when, like, Kobe started coming to the mix. Then, like, damn, then Nick was just like, damn, my, my days are, my days are numbered here. <laughs> I, I got. I got to get out of here. Right. You know. So um, let me see. Now we got uh Blazers, now, Spurs, and Warriors. Who you got locking down the last spot, man? Ooh, Spurs and Warriors. Uh, Golden State. I was about to say that. Golden so you State. like Golden State to beat the Spurs, and you like Golden State to beat Portland? They can. They can. And they will. They can and they will. <laughs> uh-huh. they, they can and they will. Because yeah, Mr. Curry you know, is, you know, the chef, yeah, the chef it's, it's is the cooking. Curry, it's the Curry yeah. curse, man. It's like, for some reason, like, just like last year, like in the playoffs when um when Seth Curry played for Dallas, like he was killing us in the playoffs, man. Like when um when Luca when Luca wasn't hitting and Porzingis was out and stuff like that and nobody was, uh, nobody was hitting, I was like, it was Seth Curry. Seth Curry was hitting those. I mean, a couple times Seth Curry had like a couple 20-point games in the playoffs. Even though, like, we beat him at six, I wanted to beat him at five. <laughs> like, I want to beat him at five. Like, you can, like, you know, I'm not I'm not looking for the sweep. A sweep will be nice. But chances are, like, we're going to end up being probably matched up with them. Like, because I don't think we're going to be winning that many more games. Like, after, you know, after, like, May, May the 10th or something like that. So, 
Um, hopefully we can we can clinch tonight. We have to play Denver tonight, so mm-hmm. hopefully we can clinch that. We might be able to clinch because Denver might be going down too. Like shout out to Michael Porter Jr. He's been hooping out of his mind. Uh, of course, of course, the Joker and everybody, um, and uh, Will Barton and everybody. But praise and power to Jamal Murray. I already know where yeah, you're going, pr- dog. Pr- I already know where you're going, Jamal Murray, man. And that kind of like changed we, the whole dynamic. We got we got introduced to somebody new and probably somebody that everybody wanted to see again last year in that bubble, and that was playoff. Jamal Murray went super duper scion, dog. Yeah, I, I have never yeah. seen. He, he I ain't straight, seen shit like that. He went straight super. You said Super Saiyan on him. You were in Street Super Because, <laughs> yo, there was, like, no answer. Like, like, and I'm thinking, like. You had to watch it real time. I'm pretty sure you saw it real. But watching it real time was like, this is. Oh, yeah. This, of course I movie? watched it. I watched it as we lost the game seven. Like, I you look it. and say, was this taped earlier? Like, is this a movie? Like, what is going on? Like, yeah, some of the shots he was taking and making was like, oh, I was happy that, yeah. I, that I, I was happy that I that I was watching. Like, man, I'm I'm glad I'm seeing this in real time. This is ridiculous. Like, I wasn't glad that that, that was against us. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm, I mean, I'm not a, I'm not a, a rooter of a West team, so it was it was pure entertainment for me. I know it's gut wrenching like, for you. I'm thinking, like, my philosophy was this: like, last year in Game Seven, we were up, like, we were up like 13, but that was one of those leads. Like, this shit's going to disappear real quick because Joker's going to hit something, then it's going to get contagious, and then. Uh, Jamal Murray's going to hit something. He might hit like a reverse shot or get a foul or, you know, and so for some reason, like we couldn't keep up with them. Like we couldn't keep up because they were, every time they hedged the screen, like we would hedge and then like Jokic would like fade somewhere. And then like somehow he'll, they'll, they'll find him and he'll like do a fake and three and he'll dish. I'm like, this is some bullshit. And then everybody kept, uh, and this is, <laughs> this is the commentator curse. Then they started bringing him up. They kept bringing him up. They kept bigging him up. Oh, Jokic is like the Larry Bird 2.0 and this and that. And Jamal Murray is a perfect compliment. I see them doing big things in the future. Once they start, once the commentary, like they say that, I don't know if it gets out in the air and they hear it. They just started, they should have started zoning. So like <laughs> they just started zoning. They started zoning or something like that. And then, you know, uh, let's see, we got Denver, the Lakers. I mean, the Lakers are gonna be the Lakers. Um I mean, of course, you got LeBron, you got AD. That makes you know that makes well, me, a whole lot better right. for you. Let me ask you, like you asked me, who scares you? Who scares you? Who scares you? Who scares, who scares us? Who scares the Clippers? <laughs> Ourselves. All right. See, it's a lot of that. Right. Yeah. Ourselves, right. because I agree with because that. the best ability, the best ability to have right now is availability and durability. Ghost Press said that. You know, Press said that last I mean, episode. Yeah, because I mean. PG might be averaging 26 points in the playoffs, but if he's not on the if he's not on the floor, That's then what fact. can we do? That's a but fact. I think the team that'll probably give us the most. Of course, Dallas is going to give us like they'll give us a couple of ways to go. We might we'll probably end up beating them like in five or six. So I'm not really going to worry about that. Denver, like if, now if we get matched up with Denver or something like that in some way, because was really everybody wants us to match up with the Lakers. So. Um, we can actually beat the Lakers if everybody's healthy. Like I said before, it's our season. We can beat anybody in the West if we're like healthy, hundred percent. But right, but what? His powers. We got twin. We got twin Morris out there. We got. If y'all uh, beat the Lakers, if y'all beat the Lakers, it's going in seven. Would you agree with that? Yeah, yeah. So but it would have to go to seven. So then my next question would be: Then it, when do you want to see the Lakers? Because I wouldn't want to see them too early. 
You get oh, high oh. off of beating the Lakers after seven games, and then you got more basketball to play. And then you got to play like Denver or somebody, and they'll just like trash us. Like they'll just, just put us right to bed. We'll play like Utah or somebody. We'll and that's, now, the, that's the point that I'm trying to make with the Sixers, and whereas it's not so much as a who as as it is a path. The path that you mean that that cobblestone path versus that you know that great adventure. I got my wristband. You know what I'm saying, uh-huh. like, <laughs> right through. yeah, I'm taking it. You know, I'm trying to take like the easiest way through. To be honest, but you're like, you know, if fact. we if, if we have to play Dallas, then we know we can beat Dallas. Right. That's not a problem. But I don't want to. I don't want to meet up with the Lakers until like maybe the Western Conference Finals or something like that. I'll meet up because now we'll be ready. It'll be all hyped up. Facts. Like, look, Facts. Like, look, LA Facts. versus LA. The the locker room series is officially Facts. on. Um, we just need somebody to take out. Uh, we just need somebody to take out Utah, though. Take take out Utah and Phoenix. Um, Phoenix, Phoenix, give us work because the simple fact that they got Chris Paul. However, Phoenix in a crazy position where they are one seed playing with house money. They are one seed that's really playing like an AC. I'm not yeah, saying like, shit like yeah, that. Yeah, like they don't have <laughs> they don't have any championship. I mean, outside, I'm, I'm pretty sure. These grown men wake up and play this basketball game with pride every day. So right. I'm not trying to say in that in that fact. But like we were talking about before, when you're an owner of a team and you're looking at certain things that's realistic, I don't think the owners of the team are looking at this like championship year. Yeah. So with that at- being said, it's kind of dangerous being a number one seed playing like a damn eighth seed, playing with house yeah. money. Nobody expects you to be here and you the one with the home court advantage. Shit. Yep. And guess what? And they got and they got Chris Paul on the team. And then if you know Chris Paul's history, he's been pretty snake bitten in the playoffs. I mean, he's a winner. Right. Don't get me wrong. And as he's he looks up, as he looks up and down this playoff, this playoff roster, he don't see Steph Curry anywhere. So I know he is smiling when he he's goes. He's happy. He's happy right now. He doesn't see Steph Curry. That's been the Joker that's been ruining everything for him in recent yeah. years, dog. Like he he's he doesn't see Steph Curry. The State Farm Steph commercials, Curry, dog. He ever. <laughs> You don't see ISO Joe. We don't see none of them. <laughs> somebody said none of those since, guys. Somebody said ever since Steph Curry showed up in that in that in that State Farm commercial. Remember when they was on the elevator going? They said that's mm-hmm. how their careers was going. Yeah, that's how their careers went. That's how going. <laughs> but I mean, but but you know, but Chris, Chris, you know, one thing about CP3 is he's a great leader. Yeah, like one of the best. You know, one of the best yes. guards of our generation, pure point guard. I think like the only, I think the only other pure point guard in the league right now that's playing that's active. Will probably be Rajon Rondo, and I'm not just saying that because because I'm a because I'm a Clipper fan. No, I'm, I'm just no, saying that because he's, like, he's not even a yeah. he's not even a ten year Clipper. He's been a Clipper for like three weeks, man. So I, yeah. I know I know you're not being biased with that one. I know I know. Yeah, because I, I mean, like if you see like Rondo's like work and his resume and stuff no, like no, that, no, no, no. And the way and this and just the way that he like puts players in like he's great. Like he's a, he's a great point guard for the hockey assists. Like. He'll give it to the person who gives it to the person to score. Like that's what I love about. I was Ryan. just about. I was just about to say before, at, at, with twenty four seconds left on the clock, he he knows who who's going to score the ball and how. That's right. Because he's about because he's about to orchestrate it to be that way. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Exactly. So I agree. I agree with you 100. percent I definitely mm-hmm. see that in Ray John Rondo. Plus, any yeah. guard is not worried about any point guard is not worried about scoring. You got to look at him like that's that he's going to be a problem. He's going to oh, be yeah, a problem. definitely. And he plays. And he, and he still plays defense. And that's like. And I got three. And I got three reasons why. Like why, like my Clippers aren't the same Clippers from last year. Like what, what about, yeah, you gotta hear these. What, yeah, one of my first reasons is like the players they're sticking together. The coaches, the coaching staff, they're also sticking together too. Like if you notice last year, like anytime somebody made a mistake, they were yelling and screaming and stuff like that. Yo, what you do that for and stuff like that. Um, this year, like we're still making mistakes. We're we're all human, but it's like some of the veterans on that team, like they're consoling and they're like. They're doing, 
you know, they're teaching, you know, they're, they're teaching like the young bucks and stuff like that. Like there was, there was this one game I saw where Reggie Jackson, he made a mistake. I think he called like a timeout or something like that. We didn't have any timeouts. So that means technical foul shots. Like instead of like going to the bench and like stomping, like, dang, man, I effed up this net or people just looking at him like, let's do that for um like Serge Ibaka came out of nowhere was like yo man don't even worry about it just you're gonna hit something way more important down the line I guarantee it, you got this and that's what happened like gave him the confidence and that was it then after that Reggie Jackson been playing out of his mind man he had a couple game winners in Detroit loved it um also number two we can actually shoot this year we're shooting pretty damn good this year like as a team I believe we're shooting, I mean, you can get your stat guy and look that up, but I think we're shooting at least like 40-something percent. We're shooting like over 40% from, from three this year. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're looking all right this year. We're not, we're not like the we're not like the Brooklyn Nets or anything like yeah, that. Kay, but Kay said he knows he knows for a fact that y'all are first in three point percentage. Percentage. We are okay. What's that? So we got to be like in the, in the, in the mid forties. Okay. then. Shout out to there go Kay. That's my statistician, man. Shout out. Fourteen year old, fourteen year old prodigy. You already know. You know hey man, you got you got a, you got a big future ahead of you, brother. You on the payroll, man. So you already know. He, yeah, you got a thing, really man. really big future ahead of you in regards to you know statistics and stuff like that. Right. Um. Also, you know, like we're pretty much like, you know, I put like mid 40s as a team as a three. Also, like we, we still play defense. Like we're not. I mean, you're led by PG and Kawhi. You're led by the two, the top two. It's, th- it's three defense, yeah. uh, th- three two way players, top three, uh, three uh, two way players in this league. I feel uh-huh. like it's uh, it's Kawhi, it's PG, and it's Jimmy Buckets. And two of them are on y'all team. Yeah. And then also, too, like we also have like that veteran leadership, too. Like we got, we got Rondo. Uh, we got Nick, we got Nick Batum and everybody like Nick Batum still plays defense. He still hits like the, the occasional jumper and stuff like that. You yeah, know, got and, Batum now. Yep. And, um, you know, and like no disrespect to like, no disrespect to like to Lou and Montrez and everybody. Cause I love Lou. Hopefully when we get our own stadium, like maybe Lou gets like, he, he definitely going to the ring of honor. Like hopefully he might get his, get his number retired too as a clipper. I would love to have that. Cause we're like one of the only teams that don't have numbers retired. Like I need to be, I need to see like a Ron Harper jersey retire. I need to see a Randy White, Bob McAdoo, Elton Brand. Uh, maybe eh, I don't know about Mark Jackson. He only played for two years. Maybe Blake Griffin. Maybe DeAndre Jordan. Chris Paul. Maybe who knows? We got a lot of people on the you know on deck to do that. Right. Uh, but definitely, definitely Lou Williams. Um, back to like defense. No shade. No no shade to to Lou Will. I mean, but he can shoot. He's an automatic bucket. And I love him for that, but he's not the best defensive player. That's a like, he, he plays defense, though, because he's a savvy vet. Um, and Montrez, like, even though, like, then also Montrez, we keep complaining a lot, too. Um, and, like, sometimes he was a defensive liability, like, when he's playing against a bigger person, like a Jokic or something like that. Right. Um, but Rondo, Batum, DeMarcus Cousins, they can all fill that. They can, you know, Terrence Mann, they, they can all fill that because Terrence Mann, he's a lanky He's one of those Florida State guys, like those lanky, long, athletic, you know, swing men and stuff like that. That's what we need uh, because in this position, less basketball, like nobody really has a position. So, you know, you can just get in where you fit in. Um, as, a, as a team, Clippers shooting 48% from the field. They're shooting 41% from three. That's 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 not bad. That's not I, bad I, at that's, all. So you know what as a team, 48% as a team is yeah. you know what that means? better like, than not bad. Like, somebody over there shooting like like. 49% over there. Like somebody over there, that's probably going to be PG because he's been taking um, 
most of the shots really. Um, and then also like shout out to shout out to PG because for the last like couple of weeks, man, he's been carrying the team, man. Like right now, I think out of our last 10 games, I think we're like seven and three or something like that. Um, you know, right now we're on a two-game losing streak, but eh, it is what it is. Um, <laughs> but what I've been loving about the, you know, about my clips this year, man, like we're not arguing, like Ty Ty Lu is like he's like the Rondo whisperer to the Marcus Cousin whisperer. Like the whole like half of the team that's on the Clippers, that's on the you know on the Clippers roster is like from the University of Kentucky. Yeah, I so, think I think Tyrone Lou is like I know we don't know much about him, but I know I, I've seen and heard enough that he's the real. Cause I heard yes, that I heard that LeBron it. brought him in, and then during the game, LeBron was trying to do that shit that he did with all the other coaches, and Tyrone. <laughs> Tyrone yeah. was, it was this. This ain't that, bro. I, understand. I appreciate you for giving me the job, but listen, dog, this ain't that. And I think that that's why they won the chip because Tyrone Lue was the only one to have balls to tell Brian, hey, hey yo, shut up. Let me let me do my job. You do your, you yeah, listen. I, I ain't bold. Like, I mean, uh, KG, uh, Kevin Garnett, shout out to KG. Um, that's, that's, that's what he said about him. He's like, yeah. yo, Tyrone Lue is like, yeah, he, that nigga is scrappy, man. Like, don't get, right. don't, don't get twisted by him. I'm, I'm light skinned, I'm pretty. Yeah. And the way, I, mean, I, will, I, will, I will scrap. I will scrap. The way scrap he was. The way he was singing "fuck up" some commas on that championship float too. I, 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 I think he been in the strip club a little bit. I think he been in some real places yeah, before, yeah, doing some definitely. real things. The way he, he was, was just living it up. Yeah, Tyloo's a real one. He's a real. Yeah, is a real one, dog. He's a real one. And then on top of that, like he's a winner too because he's dealt with superstars before, so he knows how to deal with Kawhi. He knows how to deal with Paul George. He knows how to deal with Paul George when he's going through his slumps and his mood swings and stuff like that. Like I said before, I haven't really seen a whole lot of that with Paul George. Paul George has just pretty much been hooping. Yeah. Also, um, this might be the PG year, to be honest with you. This could, this could be the PG revenge tour. <laughs> but I don't want to say it. I don't want to get on it too much. Because yeah, I don't let's, just, hype let's it up. just keep it at giving him his kudos for not being yeah, the uh, you-know-what like he was last year. Let's just keep yeah, it there. I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm still giving his flowers, you know. He had to I, check I the room. The Casey, PG, I'm yeah. a PG year. Okay, it's not, then it's not. Okay, I'm just going to give him some flowers. It's, yeah. I doubt it's flowers, you know. I just wanted to check but, the room. You, know, you know who's been hooping off quiet kept like the, the past couple games? I don't know if you've been like watching like Clippers basketball, but like DeMarcus Cousins has actually been hooping. Like first he scored, one time he scored like maybe six points. The next thing you know, he scored like 16. Then he went to like 11. Then he had 16 and 11. And I was just watching him like, yo, it's not Sacramento. It's not Sacramento boogie. And it's not even New Orleans Pelicans boogie, but it's boogie playing within the system. And he's fitting in perfectly with that system, with that culture. Yeah, you know, like I said, Tyron Lue is like the he's like the star whisperer or something like that. Yeah, not only that, you know? but I feel like I feel like he a real one that can speak to real ones because I think when right. we talk, when we, talk exactly. about, when we talk about real ones, and we talk about you know what I mean this the I just seen a meme this week that said only forty five. Uh, 4,500 players ever, ever have donned an NBA uniform. Mm. Ever, KC. That's a hell of a statistic, man. 4,500, that's less than 5,000 people ever have put on one of these jerseys in total. We're talking about like, not even like playing the league for a long time. We're talking ever. about ever, you just, you just, just ever. Name, you might get this, your name called or you might get called up. It's that exclusive of a league. When you think about at any given time, it's less than 500 players playing in this league. And a, and when you think about the longevity of some of these players, the turnaround, when you look at league to league, those 500 yeah. players are a lot of the same 500 players as you go season to season. That's right. You feel what I'm saying? If, right. if, if what I'm, I mean, if what I'm saying makes sense, 
Um, it, it makes perfect sense because I've seen like it's just like when you see people like like when you see cats from like from Philadelphia go to the league and stuff like that. Like matter of fact, I'll throw a name out there: Deontay Christmas. I'll throw a name out there. My guy. Shout out to Fell. Shout out to Temple. Like he got a shot with the Clippers and everything. Got um, I think he got a uh, I think he got in the preseason or something like that. After that, I ain't see him no more. He went overseas, but he did touch the floor though. He touched the floor, so he's part of that forty five hundred. You know, right, the person who a, and the person who I who I saw retweet that meme was another one of them, and that's Malik Wayne's. Hey, both of those, Wayne. yeah, stand up, baby. Both of he's those, actually are, on my Philly team too. Like on my Clippers, one of my Clippers dreams. Also, yes, those two are actually two guys who I consider to be my little brothers. Like they actually played West Oakland. We all played up at Simon's. Yeah, uh, uh, what you call him is from uh, Deontay Cribbins is from um, he from down more towards Tenton, so he more to state. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, uh, other, it's crazy how other neighbors, other neighborhoods, should try to claim him though. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. They like, yo, he from north. Like, he from yeah. north. Why? Because nah, he, why? Because he went to Temple. Like, because like, he went to Temple for four years. Because <laughs> <laughs> you saw him on your campus for four years. You yeah, because he likes your sister. Oh, that's why. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so only 4,500 people have ever donned this uniform. So I think that yeah. it's a very exclusive league, and I think that um, the people who are in it are. We always say more. We think it's people who could be in the league. This person should be there. This person should be there. But it's really a privilege, and not a lot of people have been down this yeah. this path, man. You know what I'm saying? So exactly, yeah. It's kind of like, and, and you know the difference. Everybody like, people will tell people will get upset. Like, man, I should be in the league right now. Uh, it's it's a total difference of. As a matter of fact, it's a total difference when you play in college and you play in pro because, like, when you're playing like you know like rec ball and stuff like that, you're dribbling away from the person. College, you're dribbling towards the person. And in the pro, they're dribbling at you. <laughs> like, college, they're dribbling towards you so that when you make, you have to make a decision. Like, NBA, they're dribbling at you. Like, Everything so is real. They, yeah, it's, like, damn, right it's like, damn, he's right here making the moves. I'm on defense. I got to make it. Like, he's, it's like, you know what I mean? Like you said, where college is kind of like back there, you can gauge. Right. It, it's like, it's right. It's going, it's, 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 it's happening. It's happening right now. Like, it's happening right now. Like, <laughs> I've seen it. Like, I remember when uh the quick story. I remember when um when we were playing against uh we were up in McCleskey too. Like we were playing against Catino Mobley. This is when you know Cat was up at Rhode Island, mm-hmm. and Cat brought his homie down, his teammate, uh, which was Tyson Wheeler. Now keep in mind, Tyson Wheeler is all A ten. Like he's played against like God Sham God and all these other great players in the Atlantic Ten and stuff like that, and some of the Big East. Listen, when he was dribbling. He wasn't doing all that fancy boom, boom. I'm trying to cross you over and stuff like that. He was like, the dribble came hard. Boom, boom. boom and he's like dribbling at you. And I'm just like, like, <laughs> Alvin Williams was like that too. Like as tall as Alvin Williams is, he's like, what, 6'4", six, 6'5", six, as a point guard? Like, you don't want that coming towards you at full at speed. At all, at all. Dribbling. You're going to have to back up. So, but yeah, you know, uh, sorry about that. I went on a tangent there. But um, we love tangents here at the 444. I told you that, man. Well, thank you, thank you. And, and I'm, I'm, <laughs> too. I'm loving it because I told you know I, I told my girl about it. I was just like, yo, the, the podcast is called the 444 podcast. He's like, oh, I like that. You got the boasts going on and everything. Yeah. You know, so uh, yes, yeah, she, she she likes it. Um, but I mean, yeah, OG. I, I know a little bit. Yeah, you do. You do. <laughs> I, mean, I love it. I'm loving it. You know. Um, but I think like the team really, to be honest with you, that really like scares us in the playoffs would probably be like ourselves because we just need to be, be healthy. But if we're healthy, we're taking down anybody because we're not that same team that um, 
will get upset if we're not hitting because we've been pretty resilient this year too. Like if the, if the threes aren't going down, then we're going to play defense. We're going to buckle down. We're going to get, we're going to get to the line. We're going to like start slowing the game down. So that way, you know, we can start getting back in our groove again. Cause that's, that's all a shooter needs. That's all a shooter needs to do is get to the free throw line, watch a couple of those free throws go in, take a couple of deep breaths. We're good. Yes. We're good here. Let's go. Yes. You know? So, but you know, I don't want to take a whole lot of your time and stuff like that. You know, talking about, you know, my clip show and things like that. But, um, but yeah, that's pretty much the, that's pretty much the recipe, man. Like we just got to stay healthy. You know, if it's time for us to rest, we got to rest them. Um, I'm not, even gonna, hopefully, no. mm-hmm. I'm not even going to, I was going to ask your predictions for the finals, but because I like the way and the, and the vibe that this podcast has been going so far, I'm just going to go out there yeah. and put it out there. Sixers Clippers. Well, thank you. I would love to see that. I Please. would love to see it. I'm just going to the God's ears. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, I mean, I would love, I would love to see that, man. I would love this. As a matter of fact, I would just love to see the Clippers just make that next step into like the Western I'm conference finals into the finals, because if the Clippers make it to the finals, I swear on everything that I know. Y'all gonna get your uh, own y'all gonna get your own arena. Oh yeah, we're gonna get our own arena. I'm, I'm going out there. <laughs> I'm, joking, I'm going I'm, out I'm, there. I'm, I'm gonna ask my girl. I'm like, listen, babe, uh I need a certain amount of money to go see this Clippers game or stuff mm-hmm. like that. I'm gonna call all my little I'm gonna call all my little hookups and stuff like that. Um people who are out there in California, like, listen, man, like you you got to make like a GoFundMe account or something like that to get some like Clipper tickets or something like that. You know, back in the day, people would laugh at me when I used to go to the, uh, you know, to the Spectrum or the Course States or the Wells Fargo or the First Union or Wachovia, whatever, whatever bank you guys are merging into. And um, they would laugh at me. Even though I have like the VIP, I have like the VIP seats, they would just look at it like, hmm. oh, you got to go around the other way. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm not welcome here. And I would go in there with my Clippers gear on. Most of the time I would have this jacket on. I would go in there and, they, and I would get laughed at, you know, I would get laughed right out the arena. Right. Oh my God, you guys stink. Now everybody wants to be a Clipper fan now. Not you, but now Back everybody. And they didn't want me. Now I'm hot. They all on me. hot. They all on me. That's, that's what it is, man. That's what it is. Right. All right. The MVP race, just so we can wrap up. We're going to get a little bit of football and we're going to wrap up here. Um, oh, okay. So the MVP race, we got Jokic. We got MB and we got uh the freak at one, two, and three. I don't see any situation where the freak wins it for a third year in a row. And, sorry, and I think that the only thing that's that's the knock, and and he may be able to push through it if we get some ridiculous showings, but I think that the knock is really um the games that JoJo's played this year. I don't think he's played as many games as the rest of the MVP candidates. And I that's think all that, it is, but he's but he's playing at the MVP level though. Absolutely, absolutely. And that's and that's and that's gonna motivate him. That's what he's just gonna motivate. He's gonna just dominate him, right? Wherever I'm, it is. I, I'm guessing that uh, with a gun to your head, you can guess who my MVP candidate is. I needed to hear yours. <laughs> I mean, my MVP candidate. I'm yeah. gonna like be honest with you. If if he played if he played more games, I I go to Joel Embiid. It's the way. It's just the way. I get. It's just I the get way he's doing it. I get the Joker. I get it. I get it. Please, I get it. I get the numbers. I get the assist. I get the innovation in the never seen before. But when we talk about basketball and how basketball goes and how basketball runs, I can't, I cannot say enough about this Joel Embiid, dude. I cannot say enough about this jab step between the legs step back that he's killing these other seven foot people with from behind the key. I seen this bull back somebody down from like this is how i know he's different like you just said with the threes 
I seen somebody try to guard him at the three-point line, and he posts their ass all the way down until he gets to the bucket and turn around and just dump it in there. Yeah. He's on a war path this year. Yeah, I've seen him, like, I've, like, I haven't seen, like, any type of, like, if, if nimbleness is a, is a word, and footwork, especially for a jump-shooting center, I haven't seen anything like that since, like, Dirt and Whiskey. I know that I'm, mm-hmm. that's, I'm stretching it, mm-hmm. but I've seen Dirt, like, Pump fake David Robinson and Tim Duncan. Dribble around them, go to the hole, do an up and under, jump up in the air, take it under him, lay the ball up. Ball comes off the rim, it kind of like rolls off the rim. He gets the ball and puts the ball right back in. Like I've I've never seen that from a like a, a seven-footer or somebody that's over seven foot besides like Dirk and Joel and B. Now Joel and B's a little bit more powerful. You know what I mean? Like Dirk was more finesse. Like Dirk was that. Dirk was that that center who would put your favorite center out there somewhere out there on in the ocean and then start shooting it over him. Right. And then they, and then, the, then the knock on Dirk was, oh man, like he's he's supposed to be down in the post, like shooting shooting threes. No, it's not. If listen, if, if it keeps going in, you know, keep shooting it. But Joel Embiid is just like I see him take jab step threes. I see him take a jab step <laughs> back <laughs> back somebody down and then do a hook. I was yep. like, damn, I it's, like that. I have to put that in my arsenal. It's crazy. Ball. Like when you have those guard skill sets and you doing stuff like jab, step, hook, the, the defender not like a jab, a hook don't come after a jab, step. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like he's putting, he's putting combinations together that you can't foresee because you haven't seen them before. And he's passing the double team too. Like he sees a double right. team, he's passing it right out there, John. Because you know why? Because you're gonna get the ball right back. Because it's just like anybody, like Tony. Of course, you see it in the college. Like sometimes when a guard tries to cheat down or your big man and stuff like that. Yep. Like all right, I'm, we're still gonna play cats. We're gonna keep playing cats until until you decide to do something. If you come out to me, I'm, I'm gonna throw it right down on my center. Yeah. He's gonna dominate your big man. Or he's gonna throw it out to me, and I'm gonna go around you. And then right. Until we, to my center and, again. until we wear that defender long enough that he can't guard. It's, 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 it's the it's the two on one conversation. Yeah. As an offensive exactly player, the is. way to combat that is to get him at an angle where he can't get both of y'all. And that's what right. you do when you do the tossing back and forth. You really it's chess. Uh, how how far can we get him to go? Right. Is he is he cheating? Is he cheating all the way? Because if he's right. cheating all the way, let him cheat. Because if he if he goes all the way down and he cheats. Yeah, be able to go to the hole. Thanks, Embiid. Yep. Or if he's like, oh, all right, I'm, I'm going to stay with him. I'm going to stay with him. All right, now, now your big man's going to get dominated. He's going to get yelled by the coach. Either way, it's a losing situation, like on defense. So, right. but uh, but yeah, like Embiid is just playing, playing out of his mind. He's awesome. Hopefully, I hope he does get the MVP. But I think they're probably going to play him. And then, you know what? You know what that's going to do? That's going to motivate. That's going to motivate him some more. Yep. I don't want to see an angry Embiid. I don't want to see an. I've seen an angry Embiid before. I've seen it, and I don't like it. I don't want to play it against us. Not not with that type of steam. No, no way. No way. But shout out to Joel and Right. So um, all right, man. That's basketball. That's basketball. We I think we I think we've done, I think we've covered it. Uh we got a we got a, a prediction for a Sixers Clippers finals. We okay. both agree on Joel MVP, uh Joel MVP Embiid. Um mm-hmm. and we both excited just to see this 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 NBA playoffs. I think I think that we are very excited. Sure. Yeah, we're both. It's, it's, it's clear. Anybody who's listening this far along, we're basketball nerds. We love this shit. We love it. Yeah. We love it all, all the way. Um, We got the bubble last year. We kind of back to normal stance. You know what I mean? To let a little bit of fans back in there. So hopefully we get a little bit more of that playoff atmosphere. You know what That's I mean? Right. Not just dead silence in the, in the arena. So 
Mm-hmm. We got our eyes peeled, man. We definitely got our eyes peeled. And I'm definitely, definitely going, I'm definitely going to have uh, KC back on to talk some more basketball. Please do, man. Please for sure. do. For sure. So let's get into some football real fast. And only because, um, and I'll keep saying that because I've, I'm at a stalemate with the Eagles. But but watching this draft, they kind of, they working on me. But um, I don't, I didn't really want to talk football until week one, season one, because I can't talk these pleasantries. I can't talk optimism because the Eagles kill my optimism every year. I have all these great takes. I'm looking at everything they do. I bring up all these great takes. And then these clowns just do some of the most outlandish stuff that nobody expected them to do. And it's like, did y'all listen to the fo fo fo? You got me looking like a fool out here. Like, <laughs> all right, listen, man, you should do, you should do what um you should do what my girl does. You should, you should do what she does. Like, shout out to Tracy Johnson. Um, what she does is like when the Eagles are playing that bad, she just turns off the TV. Because I don't even want to look at them. It's, like, it's like watching, it's like watching my, watch, watch them yeah. get beat up or something. I've adopted. I've. I have. I have chosen red zone over Eagles games so many times this year, and I have just oh, yes. lost oh, in yes. my fantasy football. Listen, this is my team. You know what I mean? Black Goodell and the Grooms Gang and the Grooms Gang football. That's my. Team. That's who I root for. You know what I'm saying? Like and that's that's what it's turned. You're, you're an Eagles fan, so like, and then like you're you're over you're over thirty, so you know you know what's been going on with the Eagles, man. You you know what's been going on with the 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 constant NFC. Flame outs, NFC championship flame outs, the constant, you know, uh falling apart in the middle of the season and stuff like that. Like the Jets are the same way. Like we just had we have Sam Darnold, we had Sam Darnold, but we want to get this other cat, Zach Wilson, which I'm sure he's probably gonna be pretty good. I've seen highlights of him. He's already played at BY, uh, BYU. So we play at BYU. The only thing I can say about BYU is uh Steve Young. And uh, Jimmy McMahon. Well, that's probably uh, a lot more than the 49ers. Speaking of Steve, you know, that's probably a lot more than the 49ers and, can say about the quarterback that they got. Cause... And there are more out there. Oh, yeah. Because Jimmy, Jimmy is gone. Right. Yeah, Jimmy Jimmy G is gone. Like, I don't know right. where they're going to put him at. We would love to have him as a backup, but he's not going to go for that. So it's yeah, like so, – um, So but, for the listeners like, – you guys are going to you guys will be okay this year because the only team you really have to look out for in your division is the Cowboys. And, and they're they not just, even tough like that. And they just did business with us. So I don't really know what's going on with our relationship this year. I got my eyes peeled to that because yeah, I really you got said, uh, what's, the, what's, what's the guy's name? Was, was the, uh, Devontae Hill or something? Devontae Smith. So I'll give you the top yeah, 10. Sorry. I said Hill. I'm sorry. My bad. The top 10 is Jaguars get Trevor Lawrence from Clemson. The Jets get Zachary Wilson from BYU. 49ers get Trey Lance from North Dakota State. Uh, Falcons get Kyle Pitts, the tight end from Florida. Bengals get Jamar Chase, a wide receiver, I believe is from. Where's Jamar Chase from? LSU, right? That's what I wanted to say. Jalen Waddle, wide receiver. Where's Jalen Waddle from? Alabama. Uh, Penay Sewell, what position does he play? I think he's defense, isn't he? O-lineman. Penay Sewell goes to the Lions. J.C. Horn, the son of Hollywood Joe Horn, goes eight to the Panthers. He's a cornerback. Patrick Sertain, the second, is a cornerback. He goes to the Broncos and then rounding out your top ten, the Eagles did not. I repeat, we did not fuck it up. We yep. got Devontae Smith. Yeah. The greatest, the, the best wide receiver in college football this year and arguably the greatest wide receiver in college football history. If you want to go and not fuck it up, that's the pick that you go not fuck it up with. Yeah. Even if this guy is a bust, guess whose fault it isn't this time, Philadelphia? The Eagles. They did what they were supposed oh, to do. Yeah. You know what yeah, I'm saying? 
Yeah, I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be good, man. I think it's gonna be all right. I love I, it. I, listen, like I said, the only team I gotta watch out for is the fucking Cowboys. And they did business. They did business with us in order for us to secure Devontae Smith because mm-hmm. they didn't need a wide receiver. But because Patrick Sertan the second went, that kind of puts them in an arena. Well, let's sabotage our fucking competition. Yeah, and, and they did the exact. Giant yeah, but KC, giant they fan. did the exact opposite. KC, they did business with. They ensured they they secured the bag for us. Yeah. How am I to feel about the Cowboys right now, KC? I mean, you, you should feel good about the Cowboys. I mean, no, I don't. Shouldn't feel. I got my. It's like we did. You got one out, and when I'm sleeping, looking at the Cowboys, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's like they did you. They did you a solid. They did you a solid. They said basically what they were trying to do is get rid of the Giants or something like that. They're just like, all right, listen, I don't like the Giants. Y'all don't like the Giants either. Why don't we just band together and take both? So what you say is they band together and take the squad out. Right. They just they pulled the uh they pulled the power. <laughs> okay. They pulled the power. Okay, okay, okay. They pulled okay. the power. They did, and then the, the last thing that I'll just say is that I, I hate your crew. Uh-huh. Right. <laughs> but I like I hate your crew. I hate I hate you, but we gotta get this paper. So right. all right, let's just take the let's take out the rival crews and we'll just deal with each other later or something like that. Right. And then just for the listeners out there, I know uh the uh NFL draft is a hundred rounds, it's probably going on right now, but thus far, um at uh, round one, pick 10, we got Devontae Smith, a wide receiver from Alabama. Uh, round two, pick 37, we got Landon Dickerson, a center. He's also from Alabama. Pick 37, we got we got Milton Williams, a defensive tackle. I don't know where he's from. Pick 123 in round four, we got Zach McPherson, who's a cornerback. And pick 150, we got Kenneth Gainwell, who is a running yeah. back. I like picks... 10, 37, 73, and 123. I'm not saying that I don't like 150, but when I look at it and I see wide receiver, center, D tackle, cornerback, that's the shit that we need. And I wonder what took you so long to get the shit that you need. Playing this game with everybody else, getting the quarterback. And I love Jalen Hurts, and I'm I, I'm happy the way things turned out because I feel like that's going to be key. Him playing with Devontae Smith, it was a lot of that in this draft. It was a lot of it was a lot of teams that already had the quarterback go get their wide receiver. Oh, your mm-hmm. oh, your man is out here in the draft this year. Let me get let me. They understanding that we don't have a lot of time. So if I can get right. somebody at a high level who you already played with, I'm going to need that guy. Yeah, and oh, you play with the yeah, Devontae, yeah, Devontae Smith and Jalen Hurts already have a rapport. Even though yep. they're still making my man Devontae Smith wear these fucking suits, let my man wear. He let him get comfortable, man. Yeah. They, Jalen Hurts out there with his Jordan 4s on and his little 80-degree with his little short suit on, and they got my man Devontae Smith in draft day two suit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> to ring the bell for the Sixers last night. You know what I'm saying? But. Yeah. Hey, listen, man. <laughs> I, 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 see, I see good things, especially if you have that. If your quarterback and receiver have that type of rapport out there, yes. like, there's really nothing. Especially, then that means, guess what? So that means. If my quarterback wants to work, then my wide receivers come out there to work with you and stuff like that, you know. And that's all you need. You need rapport. You need team harmony uh, because the NFL is a cutthroat league, man. Like they will, they will and, and say, "Look, man, deal with it. Deal with right. it. We got you." You know, right. but yeah, you got. And then the last, yeah, good. I mean, we need, we just need somebody to protect the quarterback. That's yeah. all we need because once the quarterback starts running, yeah, once the quarterback, 
And he doesn't have the type of, and the quarterbacks don't have the type of padding that running backs have. You don't want your quarterback taking those hits. I don't care who my quarterback is. I don't care if it's Cam Newton. I don't care if it's Randall Cunningham. I don't care if it's, you know, I don't, I don't care who it is. Like, right. that's not my quarterback's job. My quarterback's job is to give the ball to the receivers, tight ends, and running backs. Facts. So, yeah. That's a fact. And then the last little tidbit that I'll just leave with on the NFL, and this oh, actually comes from right. OG, OGE's my guy, Mark, man. But he said that uh, Devontae Smith was on Club Shay Shay, and Shay Shay was just, you know I mean, just before he got drafted, he was just saying, you know what I mean, the different possibilities that he would go to, and he was given the corresponding vehicles that mm-hmm. one would buy if going to these certain cities. You know, <laughs> Philadelphia was up there. He said, you're looking like you're going to Philadelphia. You might got to get a truck in one of these cold. It might be snow. You might got to deal with that. You know, you go somewhere where it's warm, he might get you a little bit something nicer that you can profile in. Guess right. what this boy Devontae Williams said? I mean, Devontae Parker said. What is his I'm name? Free Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith yeah. said, well, I got this ultimate, so I think I'm going to chill with that. I think he's going to work out really well in Philadelphia. Man. Really good. He's yeah, going to work out really okay. good. <laughs> right, right there, that shows that you're, that you're very conscientious of your spending. I like that. Not you're only not that, but you go can... Broke. You can dip in it. You you in the Ultima, you can dip out of any in and out of any of these blocks just like we do in Philadelphia. If you in the Ultima, that's like gets it. The, uh... that young man gets it already. <laughs> that's, that's good. Like he's incognito. Right. Just, just that's it. My wide receiver one is about to Ultima. be spinning wow. around Philly in the Ultima. Wow. <laughs> but no, that's like watch out for this. Watch out. For that black ultimate coming around the corner, like what right. black ultimate? There's a whole bunch of them right there. Right, right, right. <laughs> there's a gray one, there's a red one, there's a black one, a blue one, you know, right. blue. Was, was there anything else that you want to cover or? All right, man. So that's that's all I got for the day. It's been a real stone groove. It's been a real good conversation. I yeah. really enjoyed this conversation. Casey, you're definitely getting a, a, a return welcome. We're also doing these live uh zooms that we're doing during yeah. the playoff games. Um yeah. I may I may bring you on just to get a Clippers game so we can talk during the Clippers game, man, because I respect you that much to sit here talking with you. Man. I would be honored, man. Listen, thank you for having me, man. And I would I would love to come back. Listen, I'd love to come back next week if you want me to. Listen, you're gonna be on the docket because we rolling this playoff time, and I need all my A1 guys, all my A1 commentators, the people who yeah. know they got their shit together, know what they're talking about for this playoff push. But before we leave, tell the people where they can find you at, tell the people what you got going on, what you went to. And all of that well, good yeah, shit, man. Listen, man I, I, I got a little something, something going for me, man. I'm on the 18 podcast. You can follow us on Twitter. Um, usually, they go right to Facebook. We're on, uh, we're on Anchor. We're also on Stitcher. And it's uh, the Twitter handle would be uh, at the underscore 18 podcast. And uh, let me see what else am I doing here. That's that's pretty much it, man. That's where you can find me. You can find me on Facebook. You can find me on Twitter at uh, Clipper Fan All Day or KC Clip Support. And uh, that's it. So I really, I really love just talking with you, talking about just Clippers basketball, Philadelphia basketball, Philly basketball, because the difference between Philadelphia basketball and Philly and basketball. Just a um, fact. And that's why yeah, I love Philly having basketball. you on to yeah. give those nuanced details to let the people know that. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. We've been talking all levels of basketball from rec ball, high school, college to pro. Uh, we did a little football talking right there too, and man, it's it just been a blast, man. Thank you, Marcus. Marcus Bourne, my guy. Thank you oh, for introducing me to small man Tone here. And listen, man, I cannot wait to you know get back on here with you guys and, and get the rap with you guys, man. So it's definitely been a pleasure and an honor. 
You already know, man. It's Uptown Tone. You already know where to find me, man. Uptown Tone presents COVID Chronicles with OGEs. Streets is talking. Both new episodes out now. We got a bunch of 444 shit coming through. We got the Chasketball episode. We got the NBA Draft episode. And, of course, we got Playoff Talk with my man KC the Clipper, man. So we appreciate y'all as always. Like, follow, subscribe. This will be on YouTube. It'll probably hit all of the audio versions first. Um, but, KC, I appreciate you. Like I said, you will definitely be invited back. Thank you. Thank you. Four, 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 four podcast episode 11. We out of here, man.